I need to make another mix. One I need to mix in a minute. <laughs> oh shit, we live now. We in the building. Yeah, we are really in the building. <laughs> Literally in the building today. <laughs> Me and Figgy podcasting from the first for from the first uh, from the same location. For the yeah. first time in like first time this year, ain't yeah, it? definitely. Like we've done an interview here, but as far as doing a podcast in the same room, it's been it's been a minute mm-hmm. to say the least. Yeah, but we are back at it. Uh, probably due to some miscommunication, but it's all good. We we still in it, man. Uh, yeah. So a lot going on this week, man. Uh, shit. What up, everybody in stream world? Everybody on YouTube. Everybody on Twitch. Everybody on Facebook. Everybody on Twitter. Everybody on anything else we streaming on, and of course the uh, loyal podcast listeners yourself. Uh, we are back in the building, man. Yeah. Yeah, literally in the building. A lot going on, a lot to catch up on. Uh, we skipped last week because, look, Nick's got to work, okay? Yeah. We, we got jobs. Look, if y'all want to donate to the podcast, we can do the podcast every single week. Yeah. Okay? If y'all <laughs> want this to be our only job, we will deliver you at least one podcast I, a week. I know. I know. Maybe two. I know. I had to get I had to get this quick money, man. I ain't even going to lie. All of us got to lie. We all got to work, yeah. man. I got to work some fucking football games. You got to do your own thing. Look, <laughs> if y'all want a consistent every single week podcast, donate to the cause, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Pay our salary, and we will definitely podcast every week. But until then, sometimes we just got shit to do, man. That's just how it goes. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh, your niece up in here. What up, Diasha? Diasha, what's going, what's on, going on? Let's hold off the sports talk now. I was going to go right into that. I let's, know. <laughs> let's get it to the juicy stuff. <laughs> uh, shit, so a lot going on, man. A lot to catch up on. Um, a lot of things going on in the hip-hop, sports, everything world right now. It's been crazy. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. It's actually just been a crazy last three days. Yeah. But <laughs> everything together has been kind of crazy, man. Um, so let, let's just get to the personal check first, Piggy. How you been? Uh, last we talked, the NFL season hadn't even started yet. Oh, and yeah. And now, uh, the, 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 <laughs> if, you, if you're living in Houston, de- uh, the, the, the season damn near over. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we already talking about quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. It, it's, it's rough now. The Texans are 0 1 and 1, they tied for the first time ever. Yeah. Uh, but your Browns are looking kind of good, man. I don't know. They just won on Thursday night football. Yeah, against the Steelers, man, yeah. which is their Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> so, I mean, Jacoby Brissett looking good, man. I got to say, maybe they ain't missing on Deshaun. Oh, yeah, I, I think we need to pump the brakes <laughs> on that, man. <laughs> Dog, did you see the corniest thing? Everybody's been pumping up this fucking Amazon Prime Thursday night football thing. The yeah. corniest shit I saw that they did is they had... Chad Ochocinco come out because oh, yes. he's like the Madden rating adjuster, yeah. which is ridiculous in itself. I don't think yeah. he even plays Madden that much. I think he's more in a FIFA. Yeah, but they had him come out and said, "Okay, <laughs> Jacoby Brissett, since you the player of the game, we gonna adjust your pass rating up to one, <laughs> so it's ninety one instead of ninety. Like what the yeah. fuck?" That and was so. That was so stupid, man. It was so awkward because you could. Jacoby don't even play the game, so yeah. he didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Yeah, he low key an old ass man. Yeah. So he don't. He don't care about none of that stuff, and I don't think other people do. 
that shit is so condescending, man. Saying, yeah. oh, you had a good game, so we're going to adjust your ratings after this yeah. one. That's so reactionary, number one. Yes. And number two, is very condescending. Like, fucking, <laughs> there had to be something better you could do for a player than say, I'm going to adjust your Madden rating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, no, nah, that was goofy, man. It was so silly, man. And, and you could tell it was so awkward, too, because yeah. I don't know if it was planned or what, because the other player's like, oh, yeah, remember I played with you and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And then the other offensive line was like, yeah, I remember you real well because you got into a fight on the field and I had to come break it up and I ended up getting a a $25,000 fine. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And Jacoby was just sitting there looking awkward as hell Mm -hmm. because they're having a whole nother conversation. So I'm like, man, what is going I, on? I, I was cringing too much, man. <laughs> I, I had to look away. I had to go do something else because that shit was super cringy. Yeah. Um, but I mean, hey, the Browns don't won two games. They two and one now, I believe. They should be three and zero. Oh. Yeah, because the, they, they lost was close, man. Yeah, they um and and then the um the um the Jets game. They had that game. That was probably the worst loss I ever seen. Yeah. Because they had a ninety nine point nine percent chance to win that game. Yeah, yeah, and they and they blew it. That man, Geno Smith, man, he ain't no joke. Oh, uh, he, uh, he don't play for them. That was uh, Joe Flacco. Oh, well, you're talking about back the in the day. About, oh, okay. I'm talking about the Jets. Wait, who, who did Geno Smith play for? He played for the Jets. Why but, am I thinking he played for the Jets now? Who does he nah, play for in now? Seattle. That's right. That's I'm, I'm confused. See, this is how, this is how much football yeah, I watch, yeah. man. That's Gino not Smith Texans ain't play, related. They ain't played for the he ain't played for the Jets in a long many, time. Yeah, I, know, I don't know why I thought Geno Smith was still on the Jets, man. I, <laughs> I heard his name again. I was like, oh, you must. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm mixed up, man. It's been a long fucking day. But um, so how do you feel about the Browns and how do you feel about the Texans being your current team that you're covering? Uh. Just general thoughts, man. <laughs> I think that I think the Browns is um, I think they're in a good spot. I, now I do think they play some easier games, but um, I think what Jacoby Brissett is doing right now, he's doing what Baker May, Mayfield should have been doing, kind of taking care of the ball, not doing too much, rely on the run game. But the only thing with Baker Mayfield, this dude would throw an interception, where it's like, damn, like the game is over now. And he'll get behind where, you know, he have to throw them into a game, which he can't do. So, um, Jacoby Brissett, he real, um, I want to say, I don't want to say laid back, but he don't like to make a lot of mistakes. So, uh, you ain't about to see him taking uh, a big-ass risk or anything like that. So, I think I think he's perfect right now. I don't know how long this going to last because he got, what, uh nine more games, eight more games or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he's going to play like this for the rest of those games. But I think so far right now, I think it's looking like a good choice. But um, as far as the Texans, man, I think um, I know it's the third game, but this Bears game, is I think it's a must win for the Texans. Oh, definitely. Because if if they lose this game, I don't know if they can win any game <laughs> because the Bears is one of the worst teams in the league. And if they can't beat Justin Fields and the Bears, then it's going to be a long season for the for the Texans, man. And you know the the, the talk, everything going to be discussed at this point. The whole Davis Mills should he be the quarterback? And you know we're going to be looking at more college, <laughs> trying to see uh, a fire ass quarterback. So 
to, to me, I, I feel like the Texans season, I know it's super early, but I think the season is lost, man. <laughs> and it's just me saying, as a person who had to sit through every single minute of the preseason and these last two games, yeah. that last game was one of the worst I've ever had to sit through, dog. I was Damn. so, I almost fell asleep was so that, many times. Was that worse than the um, the uh, the first game? The, um, the uh, the Colts game where yeah. they tied, uh, yeah, because you 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 always felt like in that game the Texans were a play away. Yeah, with this game, I just felt like even even though the score was close with the Broncos and the Broncos kept fucking up, I just yeah. had no faith that the Texans were actually going <laughs> to score a touchdown. Yeah. Man, look, I, I I ain't gonna lie, I got a little confession, man. So that last play of the Broncos game where Davis Mills was trotting out on the field. Mm-hmm. I was thinking in my head, like, this game is over, man. He is yeah. not he is not about to do shit. In that moment, I was thinking, like, damn, man, I can't believe they traded Deshaun Watson. I, at that point, if I knew the quarterback situation was going to be that bad, I would have been up for paying Deshaun a little more to stick around, <laughs> man. Like, I know he wanted out. But I wouldn't be like, hey man, I'll give you two hundred guaranteed, man, hey, man. If you, you just stick around. You sound like you sound like Larry and Stafford, man. <laughs> I, you I know. You're going a full Larry look, now, look, though. I was I was the one who wanted to move on. Mm-hmm. But now but seeing how this looks, it, I just had no faith in the quarterback, man. I was just like, damn, they're way down there. He ain't about to he, he won't even get them into field goal position. Yeah. So I'm just like, man, this is over, man. If it was Deshaun, he would have he would have did shit his own. Yeah. So I just I was just so defleted. I'm just like, man. But I would have I would have tried to talk to the, I don't know if they tried to talk to Deshaun, but I would have been like, hey, man, we'll give you a little extra. We know it's a rebuild. Mm-hmm. We know you're not. <laughs> We know you're not really happy right now, but we'll give you a little extra. And I feel like he probably would have took the the 200 guarantee if it was I, I, early on. I don't think it was about the money, man. I just I, don't. Because they already gave him a new contract that he ain't even played a minute of, dog. He, it couldn't have been so, about the money. So do you think he would turn down 200 um, guarantee if the Texans offered that before the hope, before it just got out of control? If you're saying that before the cases no, came not, in. No, not before the cases. Okay. But I'm talking because, you know, he sat the whole season. But let's say before, um, let's say during training camp, mm-hmm. they try to negotiate something so he can actually go to training camp and play and be the starting quarterback. You think if they would have negotiated something like, hey, let's redo this contract, let's give you 200 guaranteed. Do you think he'd be like, all right, you know what? Screw it, i play. I don't think so. Really? I, th- I think he was I don't think it was about the money, man, because mm. you know, he just signed the fact that he just signed a contract and the fact that before the season started, he said he wanted out. And then the cases came like the snowball was just so much that I don't think any amount of money would have kept him in Houston, man. Mm. There's too much bad blood now. There's yeah. too much all the drama, every like it's not even just the team now. It's I feel like Deshaun Watson now probably relates like the worst time of his life to Houston, Texas. Yeah, I agree with that. So he just want, needed to get away Yeah, at this point. So I don't think anything could have made him stay in Houston, man. Man. So 
It's un- it's unfortunate because you know now because yeah. look, I feel the same way now that James Harden left. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was like, let's move, yeah, move let's on. move on and rebuild. This is what a fucking rebuild looks like, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's rough to watch and it's gonna be a lot of losing. Yeah, so <laughs> the Rockets are in the exact same spot. Yeah, but uh, at least they have somebody who you think will be the future, have the potential to be that. The yeah. Texans, they don't have nobody, man. It's it's rough. Yeah. Yeah, and this is like this is damn near year one of the rebuild because yeah. they ain't even had no draft picks mm-hmm. the previous year because they didn't trade Deshaun. So this is technically year one. <laughs> so it's gonna be a long season, man. It's it's gonna be super long, man. Yes, I I just I don't have any faith that they can beat the Bears at their if it was a home game maybe, but is it at Bears Stadium? I just don't have any faith it's gonna happen, man. I I don't think they can move the ball at all. I yeah. feel like I'm just watching a rerun of last season, man. Yeah. And without Terod Taylor to give you a little <laughs> bit of hope. Yeah. So I just have no faith that they can actually come back <laughs> from from yeah. from uh, uh after after losing a lead or uh being down in the game. So yeah, man. Uh I don't think they'll go 0 and 17. I think they'll win at least a couple games, but it's mm-hmm. gonna be a rough season, man. Yeah. It, it's gonna be bad. I already man. know. Yeah, the, the and the crazy part is, I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if Davis Mills come back as a star quarterback the following year. The oh, way it's going, man. man. I don't, I don't understand why they love him so much. <laughs> I, that's yeah, what it's I a don't third get. Round pick, man. Yeah, that's found money, man. <laughs> and not just that, they didn't bring anybody in to compete with yeah, him. Th- that's see, that's that's when I knew I'm like, all right, they they trying to roll with him because. Mm-hmm. They didn't make it a quarterback competition at all, and I think it should have been. I don't think. I mean, he had five games last year when he was actually playing. All right, I don't think that was worth the starting quarterback no, position. He, like, he didn't earn it, man. Yeah, he didn't earn it. Yeah, Baker Mayfield had to go through a starting a uh, 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 a damn quarterback competition. Yeah. So, and I think it was a bunch of people out there that was better than Davis. I think they could have roll the right dice on Jimmy Garoppolo, man. Yeah, like somebody. Yeah, I think anybody at this point. I know. I know. At the in, during the offseason, season, we was like, no, the Baker Mayfield, no, the Jimmy G, no, the all these random other players. But all of those players are better than Davis Mills yeah. right now, man. <laughs> Baker Mayfield probably would have won two games. Yeah, they would have been two and zero at least with Baker Mayfield the way the other teams was playing. <laughs> it, it's bad all around, man. Like I, 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 I wanted to spare the black head coaches as well. You know, yeah. I, I wanted to love Lovey Smith, but his yeah. decision making in the Colts tie was just what the hell is going on, man? Yeah. That was very confusing. <laughs> Pep, I don't, I don't know if we've seen enough to know this all his fault with the play calling. Yeah. It could just be a lack of talent. But I don't know, man. It, it's just bad all around. Yeah. It's going to be a long season, like you said. So, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. It's, on, it's only week three, man. So, yeah. do, do, you, do you think they're going to win this week? I, I don't I don't see it <laughs> happening, man. What's the Bears record right now? How many games have they, they actually, won? Actually, uh, one and one, I want to say. Yeah, they beat San Francisco and they lost to Green Bay, who are t- pretty, uh, two pretty good teams. Okay, but uh, Justin Fields have not looked good this year. Yeah, no. Okay, they're they're scoring low. Yeah, but I feel like their nineteen Ju- against the 49ers is more than the Texans can put up. <laughs> yeah. So ju- so Justin Fields and Davis Mills are two of the worst quarterbacks in the league right now. Yeah, Justin. And Justin Fields only threw what seven passes 
last game or yeah. 13 pass. He threw a low, a low number of passes. So they clearly don't trust him. But they do have a running. They have some running backs. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's going to be a, a shitty-ass game to watch. I already know. I'm not looking for I got to get some uh, no-doge or something, man. Yeah. Do a line or something. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be hard to stay awake through that game. I already know. Yeah. You got to do like other people say. Just, you know, bet on the game somehow. See if the uh, if both of the teams can, you know, score over 20 mm-hmm. together. And just kind of make it interesting like that, man. <laughs> it's rough. I can't I can't bet on games, man. I can't I, either, I just man. Can't. I can't either. Like, football is already stressful enough when you're rooting for a team. To have actual money on it, like, yeah. I, I wouldn't even be able to watch the games, man. I would be yeah. too stressed out. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not even a fan of fantasy football, man. Yeah. I played it one year. I'm just like, man, I ain't got time for this shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, and people be so upset with certain players and coaches. Yep. Like, why the fuck he do this? And yeah. So I, my fantasy yeah. points. Like, yeah. I just don't give a shit, man. I can't. <laughs> well, get into I got that. him with my fantasy team. <laughs> I'm just like, man, who gives a shit? I, but I, I might be the lone one that don't play it. So no, I don't either. But like, I I, I, I did. I think I'm in a league now with my friend because he he was begging me basically. But I don't even check on it, man. I don't care. Like I did it a couple years, and I was like, this is corny. By the end of the season, I just didn't give a shit yeah. every single time I played it. So I was like, whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking about blood pressure, man, do you ever get your uh, Modern Warfare 2 beta code working? Oh, yeah, yeah, Call yeah. I got, I got it working. So apparently um, it's I can only play it if I got somebody else online, right? What do you mean? It's is from what I seen. It was only multiplayer. Yeah, it's only it's multiplayer. Yeah, really. Oh, okay, okay. So I ain't, I ain't get that far. I I got it on. I got it working, but I ain't get that far. You didn't play a game. I didn't. You just, play. You just started it to see if it worked, but you didn't no, play anything. No, it was it was multiplayer. I ain't think I could play multiplayer with just me. No, dog. You you join a lobby and it's, it puts you against random people. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay, I had no idea. I thought I was gonna play the little story mode. No, dog. The, the, <laughs> I should explain it to I, you. I know. <laughs> uh, but the beta where multiplayer game is always just gonna be multiplayer. Mm. They never do a, a beta. They they'll do like a demo made for a single player game. Uh, but the okay. beta is always gonna mean like they're trying to make sure the multiplayer works right. Oh, uh, okay. That shit okay. ain't too overpowered, that there ain't no glitches or crashing. So that's why you do the beta mm. for multiplayer games. So, yeah, you could join and just get into a, a team deathmatch and it'll put you against random people. Mm. Okay. okay. I played it for a night and I couldn't play it no more, dog. Uh, what, did you suck at it? Or you My, just... Dog, it's too stressful, man. <laughs> Is too stressful. Like I remember, like I'm too old to get my blood pressure up that much. It like when it was cool, now I was like twenty something. Yeah. But now, dog, it's like it's too stressful when you get killed. Like you, you, it's like the highs and the lows. Yeah. You kill like three people in a row. You feel like fucking Rambo. Yeah. Then one person kills you. Like this game is fucking cheating. <laughs> yeah. It it, it I, gets on your nerves, man. Yeah. I don't. Th- I, man, I'm not. I'm not really that good with shooter games like that. Yeah. Like shit, I was getting my ass whooped in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> like I'm, I'm over here. I'm probably the on the the only um dumbass sitting there trying to complete missions, <laughs> do all that shit, and motherfuckers just killing me. I'm just like, what? I'm like, what happened? 
And I keep seeing the same dude just killing me. I'm like, dang. So I got to the point, I'm like, all right, I'm about to light his ass up. Like, dude came around, bloop, <laughs> lit his ass up. I felt better by that. Of but, course, man. But I'm yeah. like, this Grand Theft Auto, I, this ain't no fucking Call of Duty. <laughs> like, they was playing that like it was Call of Duty. Yeah, people so don't give like, a fuck, man. They just there yeah. to kill people. I don't think you even get any bonuses for killing random people either. I know, yeah. So. People just want to make know. your online life miserable. <laughs> Yeah. What up, Pablo Fernandez? We'll see you on Facebook, man. Shout out to Pablo. Pablo, what up? Um. So, yeah, that does it for our Modern, modern Warfare 2. Hopefully we get a, another NFL player on the Modern Warfare 2 when the game comes out. We had yeah. Mark Ingram last time. Hopefully we get somebody else. Yeah. Pablo said he got to be quiet before he wakes his kids up. <laughs> Your kids are asleep at before uh, 9 o'clock on good, a Friday? You got some good kids, man. I was about to say, like, how old are your kids, man? Are they, like, <laughs> 5 and below? I know they, like, 13 and shit. They ain't at, in bed yet. <laughs> but shit. Good for them. Man, my bedtime used to be 10 o'clock. Dog. <laughs> Like when the news come, the news used to come on at ten. When the news come on, it's time to go to bed. When when I was a kid on Friday, we could stay up as long as we wanted. Yeah, me but too. Yeah. Monday through Thursday, like we had a strict like eight or nine o'clock bedtime. Damn. But I remember like on on Fridays we'd be standing up. I'd be watching Space Ghost Coast to Coast like late night on Cartoon Network. We'd be watching the dog races on <laughs> like all this random shit that comes on uh, yeah. regular TV late at night. Uh, your kids are uh, seven, eight, and twelve. Okay. okay, okay, they're all close together too. So that was a good yeah. bedtime for them. But Remember back in the day, did you was was you the ones that used to um, sneak up and, and watch BT Uncut? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that was that was a good time, man. Yeah. Sitting there watching BT Uncut, some random ass videos. And <laughs> we when I didn't have cable on uh, Channel Eight, uh, PBS here, we had a, a show called Street Flavor, mm. and now it show like a bunch of underground. Like you see, like Houston videos, like Big Mo and Lil Kiki, mm. and a bunch of dope shit. I, I would stay up to watch that. That'll come on late at night. Damn, but I'll stay up to watch that. But yeah, I definitely watch BT Uncut. RIP BT Uncut. Yeah, I heard they were bringing it back at some point, but it's like, why? Yeah, everything is uncut at this yeah. point. You could go to World Star. I don't even know if they still have World Star. They but do, but it's not the nobody cares not, it anymore. Yeah, man, you could just watch a, a City Girls video. And I know, see right? Everything. It's funny because they just did a. I don't know if it was an anniversary of the end of BT Uncut, but they just. I want to say Complex did it, but it was a uh, documentary on like the end of BT Uncut and what happened to it. Mm. And dog, uh, looking back, like what killed it really was a tip drill video by Nelly. Yes. But looking back at that video, number one, they've wiped it away from the fucking internet. You got to look in on some other sites. It's not on YouTube. Damn, I ain't realized that. You, you, yeah, you can't find an uncensored video just on YouTube. Damn. Which is weird because they got worse videos on YouTube. <laughs> yes. Like any, like you say, any Cardi B video, <laughs> uh, Nicki Minaj video. Yeah, yeah, they got straight naked women on these videos and shit. And. Looking back, the tip drill video was not that bad, dog. It was, a lot of those videos wasn't that bad. Dog, they had congressmen, Oprah, <laughs> Oprah. everybody was making, <laughs> oh, he, I can't believe he slid a credit card down a woman's ass. <laughs> dog, they Man. acted like that shit was <laughs> the end of the world yeah. when it happened. <laughs> and now look where we are. Yeah, If somebody put that, that video out, it would get like maybe... 
500 views. That, no, that video <laughs> can play on BT right now yes. with no problem. <laughs> it can play on BT on a Sunday at 4 p.m. right after school. <laughs> right after TD Tim Jakes. <laughs> yep, that can come on right after TD Jakes with no problem. Yep. <laughs> Street Flavor was on uh, WB39. I thought it was on Channel 8 for some reason, but yeah, but it probably mm. was on 39. Mm. But yeah, Street Flavor was a classic show, man. Yeah. I always miss that. I love that show back in the day. Yeah. Um. So yeah, speaking of uh, music and shit, a lot of stuff came out. Um, not a whole lot in terms of like big mainstream stuff, um, but we did have some singles, some albums come out that we both listened to. Um, we I guess we'll start with this Cardi B and Glorilla song, which is like the biggest song out right now. Mm-hmm. It's called Tomorrow Too. Um, it's basically what you would expect from yeah. a Glorilla and Cardi B song. It's a video as well. It's like drill type shit going on. Of course, they posted up on a block. A lot of ass shaking. A lot of gun little fucking movements and shit. You know yeah. how it goes. So yeah. Um, Figgy, what do you think about this? video and song are you rolling with it or what i actually like it i'm i'm a big fan of glorilla man i don't know i don't know what it is but i guess it's something different it's it's something different outside of city girls and cardi b but um yeah i'm a big fan of glorilla man i kind of like i kind of like the way she um blew up out of nowhere pretty much and you could tell this wasn't like a factory type of you know industry plant yeah it seemed like she just that song just took off out of nowhere and she was still like you know she you could tell she wasn't even media trained or anything and it just it just took off man so i'm 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 a big fan of her and her success um i like the song um to me this cardi b verse that was probably one of her best verses in a minute Mm -hmm. to me because you know she released a lot of stuff and it didn't really hit but to me, this one, um, it seemed like this one kind of helped her a little bit. Maybe hopping on one of the hottest female artists out right now, that kind of helped a little bit. But um, I like the song. I like the video. I think it's cool. You know, it's nothing spectacular about it, but I think it's cool. I think it's good to see Glorilla getting a song with Cardi B this early. Yeah. Because a lot of people can't get a song with Card- Cardi B this early. So I'm I'm happy for it, man. Yeah, me too. Uh, honestly, the song didn't really do nothing to me, for me. I'm not a huge fan of Glorilla. Like, she just sounds like a female version of generic trap music to me. But I- I'm happy that, you know, I like the story. I like the come up, the organic come up and all that. Like, I- I'm happy that girls got something they can get grizzy to, too. I guess some grimy drill shit come from a woman. It's cool. I-, I have no problem with it. The song wasn't really for me, personally. But I, I'm cool with it. I had no problem with it. Um, but yeah, I do. I got to give Cardi B props, man, because she learned from Nicki Minaj's mistakes, I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, like Cardi B could easily see Glorilla as like her competition. Yep. But the fact that she immediately collaborated with the next up and coming, she did the same thing with Megan Thee Stallion. Yep. You know, put her on one of her biggest singles mm-hmm. recently. So you could tell that. Cardi B knows she got to share her space and she ain't competing with these women. Mm -hmm. And so she knows that she wants to stay relevant. She got to collaborate. Imagine if Nicki Minaj collaborated with Cardi B when Cardi B first came out. Yeah. I mean, Nicki Minaj ain't really go anywhere, 
but she would have been way more relevant during that time. Yeah, and, and she and she and, and to be honest, I think that would have helped the city of New York too. Yeah, and that would have really blew it up. Like two big New York artists uh, on the same song, and they yeah. cool. I think that would have helped a lot. But Nikki, you know, she and that was always my argument about Nikki. She was the only. She was kind of the only female artist for a long for like ten years, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I don't know her personally, so I don't know if this is her attitude or what, but. She always act like that, um, you know, she too good to collab with anybody else. And These all. bitches my sons. That's yeah. every song. It's, exactly. So um, it seemed like she a little more open to doing it now, but now it's kind of too late. Yeah. But I think Cardi B doing it the right way. She she, she been doing it. She collab with City Girls yep. early on. You know, I think, and, and she actually showed female artists some love. She don't really be beefing back and forth with no, you know, female artists. She mm-hmm. actually talked to him on Twitter and everything, support him. So I think that's something. I think that's really smart what Cardi B doing with that. No, it definitely is, especially the fact that she ain't dropped an album in a minute. Yeah, that she needs to you know, these types of songs to stick around. You know, yeah, like her biggest songs of the last couple years have been WAP and this one probably. You know, yeah. her her singles with just her and her other male rappers ain't really yeah. do much. Yeah. And she but, had a single with Lil Durk and Kanye. Yeah. And it's crazy that shit flop, man. Yeah, it sounds old and I think it is old too. Yeah. But yeah, it just that was that was just it. Yeah. So uh good on Cardi B for for extending a hand and collaborating and propping up the new young female MCs because um, yeah it's not too many of them out right now but yeah, the song's cool I had no problem with it so I'm sure you'll hear a lot more of it um, in the future everywhere you go so get ready for it yeah um, other things that came out um, you said you heard the new album from ESTG yeah uh, that sounds a little too familiar to friends of the show ESG so I don't know if I like them yet oh really <laughs> but the the song the uh, is it an album or a song I never a, felt nothing it's, it's an album okay it's an album but um the album is really good it's one of my favorite albums so far man oh, wow. I've been listening to the whole album where's he from I'm not sure I'm not I thought I thought for a hot second he might have been from Detroit but um I'm not I'm not sure but um yeah, he, he Louisville, Kentucky. He was born. Oh shit, I I would have never guessed wow. that. But um, he pretty popular, man. Um, a lot of people love his music. Um, yeah, I I I think he makes some dope songs, and it's funny because he was in the news for the um, not the wrong reason, but remember the rapper designer. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he actually called him out because I guess ESTG charged uh seventy five thousand for a verse. Damn. And um designer called him out and said he garbage and he ain't paying that money <laughs> for the for a verse from him. And then now I guess I I guess he planned on dropping the um a album the same day he did or something. Seventy five thousand for a ESTG verse. He one of the hottest rappers that, out that, here right now. I mean on, I'm man. not I, I guess people paying for it. I don't. I mean, maybe he just charged, tried to charge him that. 
But um, he wants. I'm sorry. Just whenever I hear these outrageous numbers, yeah. I just don't believe it, man. Yeah. Like maybe it's just me being too critical, but like the young boy, three hundred thousand or something. Like I just don't believe yeah. some of these numbers, man. See, I, I kind of look at it this because I was kind of in those type of situations too, mm-hmm. where I try to ask an artist how much they do, and um, for me, they'll probably try to overcharge me because they don't know me. But if it was somebody like Jeezy or somebody, somebody Gucci or something like that, they do it for free. They're not about to yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they're not about to charge seventy five. Gucci man ain't about to charge seventy five thousand dollars for a verse. So I think, I think that I, the whole verse paying for a verse thing, I think that's kind of like trying to get over on the sucker. I think so. So uh, that's why I never really paid for a verse or nothing like that, man. Mm-hmm. I just I rather just make the music myself. But um, it seemed like this what it was. Somebody like designer who ain't that hot like that. Yeah. Saying, hey, this is my price. He probably charged a lot of street niggas that price. I don't even know if that if it's that price. But he probably threw that number at designer. Yeah. Knowing that he wouldn't pay it. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I because get it. That even, sense. Because even. How, how do you feel about the Meg Thee Stallion um, saying she paid 250000 for a future verse? Remember that? I don't. I yeah, remember her saying a, that, but there's no way she paid that money. The label yeah, had to apply. Yeah, she it. said that's how much the uh, the verse cost, the future verse for the for, uh, recent single. Two hundred thousand for a future. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That that's crazy. Yeah, and see, you know, it's not like I wouldn't be surprised if he really did charge that, but to me, I, I'm I'm kind of curious if. You know why she threw that number out there? Why she why she said all that? Because mm-hmm. you don't really get rappers like her in her position saying how much she charged for a verse. Yeah. So I want I, I was kind of, I surprised we ain't, uh, discussed this, but I wonder if she threw that number out there because this was around the time where the album did drop, mm-hmm. and then the whole you know Carl Crawford thing. I wonder if that was just a deploy to say, hey, I put a lot of money into this album. It's possible. But that's what she said, and a lot of people was like, hey, you need to get your money back. Or that 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 verse wasn't worth that money. So I wonder, did she actually really pay that or her label pay that? that? That's the confusing thing, because I feel like, not number one, when you do a feature verse, a feature verse, not a future verse, when you do a feature verse, you you're a named a writer. You get writing credits and all that stuff too. You get residuals from the song itself. Yeah. So why would on top of that would you sign charge almost three hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, I I just I never understood that. It don't really make sense, man. It's the same thing when um like producers try to charge for a beat. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't had producers try to charge me like five hundred dollars for the beat. I'm like okay, if I pay five hundred dollars, you can't have nothing else to do with this beat. Like you're not about to get no credit. Mm-hmm. Like take, you take your tag, tag off. off. Yep. Yep. Like this is mine. If 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 I'm buying the full rice, it's mine and <laughs> not yours. You, mm-hmm. whatever I do, I can do whatever the fuck I want with it. And everything. If I make a lot of money, is is on me only. Yeah. But if you want to get in on this money, we can work something out where you know I could do the beat and we could kind of split the difference type thing. Whatever we make from the song. So um, that's how I kind of look at it. But I was shocked that when uh, she said Future charged her, you know, she paid two hundred fifty thousand for the beat because it's Meg. It's not, it's mm-hmm. not fucking designer. Exactly. <laughs> and she's on a 
big label. She's under a, a big management. So I just didn't understand that. And I know Future not charged. I know Gucci ain't char- um, paying Future that money mm-hmm. to hop on the song. So I just don't get I, I know Gunna ain't charging that much. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's tricky, man. Well, we potentially have a guest coming up who's worked with a lot of big names in the industry. So we we got to call, we got to ask him these questions, man. We ain't going to say yeah. the guest name, yeah. but we potentially have somebody coming who's worked with a lot of big artists and we got to confirm for ourselves whether these rates are true. Yeah. Because my natural incl- inclination is to say they cap. Yeah. It, it's just a bunch of lying and posturing to make these artists look like they are worth more than they really are. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Who knows? Maybe they actually getting 275 for a verse. That's yeah. not even that good, but who knows? Yeah, so it's we'll just, see. It's just crazy, man. I like if I'm paying that's a lo- that's a lot of money for for sixteen bars, man. Like, and me, I, I kind of get cocky, so I'm like, if I'm paying you to hop on my shit, like my like it don't even make sense because my verse about to be better. Yeah, <laughs> so, and then you don't even do the hook or nothing. You yeah. just on for sixteen. Yeah, like. Wild. I think about stuff like that. Like, why would I pay you and I'm better than you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to make some music. I, I'm a fan of yours, but I'm not about to pay you and my verse be better than yours. I, I'm paying somebody. They better kill. They they better bring a lot of attention to my uh, to that verse. Yeah, no, that's definitely. How I look at like, it. it better be something that's almost guaranteed to get you a hit. Like yeah. maybe like a Drake verse. Yeah, or like something. If you get Drake on your shit, you're. Deter like definitely gonna do numbers. Yeah, anybody else? I don't know, man. Yeah, and if you look at a song featuring Drake, mm-hmm. Drake most likely will have the best verse. Yeah. So you know, and it's nothing wrong with that. Like that, he bringing that, he bringing that heat to the song. I'm cool with that. He can watch me on the verse. So I just you know the way I grew up, you got to kill the feature. You got to be the one yep. that you know you can't you can't jump on somebody's song and it suck. So I, I, I'm like, man, I'm not paying you a thousand dollars for you to be ass on my song, <laughs> dog. That reminds me, I gotta find this fucking song, man. Lil B did a feature verse for somebody, and he dissed this dude on his own song, man. And the dude got really upset. He he leaked Lil B's number. He said, "Hey, if you want to get scammed by Lil B." Call this number. Now I got to find this fucking song, man. Because this shit was hilarious, dog. I want to say this happened like two years ago. Mm. Uh, Shit, I got so many things in my fucking YouTube history. But I have to find this, man. Because this shit was hilarious. Basically, he jumped on his dude's song and just dissed him for his whole verse. (laughs) And it was the most ridiculous shit, but it was hilarious. I might not be able to find it now. I gotta look later on, but we'll 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 play it later on in the show. But yeah, that shit was hilarious, man. It was wild. Um. So yeah, other things that came out this week. Oh yeah, did you hear this shit? So I guess they got a a, a theme song for the World Cup coming out soon. Oh no, I ain't hear it. Tears for Fears got that song. You know, everybody wants to rule the world song. Yeah. Um, and Lil B did like a remix to that song. I guess they did like a new version of it. And Lil, uh, not Lil B, Lil, Lil B- Baby, Lil my Baby, okay. Lil Baby did uh a uh, 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 basically rapped over the beat to that song. <laughs> Damn, and it's like the theme song of the World Cup. 
Now, the song ain't that bad itself. I have to say, when I first heard he was collaborating with Tears for Fears, I was like, that's a big 80s band, but they ain't did shit since the 80s, man. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck? And then it's going to be the World Cup theme song. <laughs> the song itself ain't that bad, but I just want to talk about Lil Baby for a second. Uh-oh. How did this nigga become like the ambassador of hip hop for the entire world, man? How? I don't know, man. I don't know. He got you. Somebody got to explain this to me, man. Because yeah. he he's just always been an all right rapper to me. Yeah. But somehow he's gotten even bigger than like the Cardi B push. Yeah. Cardi B was out there having discussions with fucking Joe Biden and shit. Yeah. And now Lil B's out there meeting with politicians. Not Lil B. I keep saying Lil B. <laughs> Lil Baby's out there meeting with politicians. Got yeah. his own documentary out. Doing a yeah. song for the World Cup. Yeah. I don't know what man. happened, man. I don't know, man. This is 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 very interesting because, like we you know we talked about him doing the song the uh, the uh, the song in twenty twenty pretty much to stop the violence the George Floyd stop shooting us type song. We kind of laughed at it a little bit, but I think some of that kind of helped a little bit, man. Yeah. It showed you that he's willing to do anything, and um, he uh. uh I'm looking for this song. Oh, really? oh no, no, you good. <laughs> but uh, it kind of show you that he's willing to do anything. He he did the Kurt Franklin song song with Kurt Franklin. So um, yeah, man. yeah, that that was the space. Was that the Space Jam space song? Jam, yeah. What the fuck, man? I don't, I, I don't know. How did he become like Mister Hip Hop himself? Like the fucking spokesperson for everything? Yeah. A little a baby of all people. You would yeah. think like somebody like Drake would have a position because number one, he he's more charismatic. Yeah. He can you know, talk like he could hold his own in a room with anybody pretty much. He's funny. Yeah. And he makes like the biggest music in the world for as far as rap goes. Yeah. But Lil Baby is that. I wonder I wonder um if it's a price type of thing. If the World Cup was like, uh, you know, it might be too much to, you know, pay for Drake. But Lil Baby do it for anything. Yeah. He, like, Lil Baby probably don't say no. He probably say, hey, I'll do a World Cup and song. And somehow, even though he's been like a drill gangster type rapper, he's seen yeah. as a safe rapper, too, at the yeah. same time. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I don't see, I don't see how he's getting away with that. It's wild, dog. <laughs> like, ever since, I think what really spun it off was the fucking... George Floyd protest song. Yeah. Which I hated, but I feel like that like <laughs> propelled him they into still, They still play that song too, oh, which God. is crazy. Man, that's the worst song, man. <laughs> now, I ain't have a problem with that song. That song is awful, dog. I, no. I, I ain't have a problem with it, but I I'm not I don't disagree with you. <laughs> yeah, no, that song I ain't was about terrible, to argue man. with you about that it. song was terrible, dog. <laughs> and I feel like that definitely It worked. <laughs> I, it, it did, man. Because I remember he did the whole performance on the p- cop car and the fucking, I want to say the BET Awards or some shit. Yeah. And now he's like Mr. Hip Hop himself. He's <laughs> meeting with politicians. I'm telling he was meeting with Stacey Abrams. And like, yeah. you could tell you didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not hating on him. Like, he seems like he, he's a good dude with a good story. Yeah. But it's just, I, I don't know how. Like, you would think he's Tupac. Yeah. The way he's been promoted and presented throughout everything. I just don't get it, man. But yeah, he's doing the uh the World Cup theme song 
And he's got the uh, song with Tears for Fears rapping over that classic song. I mean, the song itself ain't too bad. Yeah. But I'll be watching the World Cup. I don't want to hear that shit every fucking commercial break, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I found the song, man. It's the YouTube link. Right. Uh, we we got to listen to this shit, man. All right. We, the little B did a verse for somebody, and he just dissed him for his entire verse. <laughs> all right. All we got to listen to this shit real quick. I don't think right. it's going to... Uh, get copyright flagged because nobody knows who this guy is. Okay. So hopefully All it right. doesn't. Real quick, shout out to Mook Montonio. Yo, what up, building. Mook? Yep. He said 22, uh, 222 is a good number. Yeah. yeah. We got episode 222. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Let me play this real quick. <laughs> okay. You got to skip to like... I want to say 225 in the song to get to the verse. Guys, like an independent artist, I see. Yeah, it sounds like it. And this came out in like. I do like gonna do it on the first verse. He be crying, but I ain't gonna cry. <laughs> do it on the first verse, be crying to these hoes. I know the face, God, I won't do that. I know Lil B, that's my friend. Do it on the first verse, I think he sucks some dick, but I don't care, cause we don't judge. We oh, love God. everyone, and we won't judge. Got love for the gay and transgender. <laughs> Damn, how the much did he pay for this verse? verse sucks. I got on this song because he sucks. Let's get it. <laughs> but it's all love. I'ma fuck him, then smut him. What the fuck? This is how we do. Fuck him. Thanks, guys. That's the whole verse. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie, man. I, like, I know he's probably pissed about this, but I would have, I would have scrapped my first verse, and I would have just did a this verse. Yes, I would have pulled the Jim. I don't Jones. know why he put this song out, man. Yeah. As it was, yeah. But that- I, I would have pulled, I would have pulled the Jim Jones. Remember what Jim Jones did with the balling song when Jay Z mm-hmm. hopped on, uh, did the diss song? Oh shit! What happened? Um, so Jim Jones, he pretty much took that Jay-Z verse and did a remix. And so he put it out as a remix featuring Jay-Z. And so, um, he let, he was talking shit. I'm surprised you ain't hear this. I probably did, but it's been a long time, man. Yeah. So what he did was, you know, Jay, you know what Jay-Z do? He, he jump on a hot song and dish you on it. And so, um, Jim Jones, he pretty much took that and, you know, made a remix to it. Where he was like, he was talking shit at the beginning, like, yeah, we got these old heads on here. <laughs> like, go ahead. It, you know, and then Jay Z verse played. And then after Jay Z verse, he like, all right, I see you, old head. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> and then and then the next verse, he went into this and Jay Z. So I'm, I would have did that. <laughs> yeah, he should have done something, man. Because, yeah I, yeah, I don't know why he put that song out like it was. <laughs> Dude, on the first verse, be crying to these hoes. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Dude, on the first verse, sucks. Like, what the fuck? Man. That was, I think he, I, I want to say his story was like he paid him like 300 bucks. But I feel like somebody, oh, it's a two, the, the description of the video is this is what a $2 little B feature got me. Uh, 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 two, two, two dollar. $2. Yeah. So I don't know Man. why he only paid. Why is he fucking complaining yeah, about that? Yeah, exactly. 
I'm I mean, surprised Lil B wa- uh, wasted his time doing that shit. Me too. <laughs> I mean, I know Lil B does verses for whatever price, but I didn't think he would do one for $2. Yeah. And give him like, yeah, we, this, we, this. we gotta get a little B verse then. Man. I mean, shit, do an intro or something. Yeah. <laughs> he got twenty three thousand views since twenty nineteen for this song. So, yeah, yeah I mean that's something. I, but I no, need, that shit was hilarious. I man. need to reach out to little B, man. <laughs> <laughs> he might be talking shit about us. Yep, the dudes on the podcast suck. <laughs> <laughs> That shit was wild, man. Yeah. I think you sucked some dick. Come on, man. How, how could you as a man put that song yeah, out? Yeah, I can't do that, man. Come on. At least take that line out. Yeah. Yeah. He, he at least left him with a bass guy at the end. Yeah. Because at first I was like, is this him? Because that didn't sound like him. But yeah. Yeah, that's rough, man. For $2, I'm not saying bass guy in my shit. Yeah. Nah. Like, nah. He, he cut that shit in two minutes. <laughs> a, a dollar per minute for that fucking yeah. the work he put in for that shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Um <laughs> other things that came out this week. Okay, I've been listening to some new shit, man. Okay. I've been listening to uh Lucky got a new album out uh called Flawless Like Me. I just started listening to this dude kind of recently. He got a dope song called Super Eurus. And everybody's in love with that fucking Lamborghini SUV, by the way. That's what the Eurus is. Really? That Lamborghini SUV is a Eurus. They call it the Lamborghini truck. It ain't really a truck. But everybody's in love with that fucking shit, man. But the Super Eurus is a dope song. That came out like back in February. He finally dropped an album, and the album's good, man. I got to say, him and Yeet, I've been bumping heavy these last two weeks. Yeet dropped the album, I want to say, like two, three weeks ago. We didn't talk about it, really. Um, And these, I I, got to say, first and foremost, these people are not the best rappers, okay? (laughs) They're the mumbliest of the mumbles. And Lucky especially is uh, an acquired taste. But their production, man, is crazy. The production on both these albums, the Yeet Life album especially, like the production is crazy, man. For the Yeet album, I kind of feel like it's, a mixture between you because you could feel the Playboy Cardi influence yeah. in him. It, it kind of feels like a mixture of Die Lit and a uh, whole lot of Red with the rock influence. Mm. So I really like that album, man. The production is great. This new Lucky album is pretty good as well. It got a feature from Future, who actually sounded pretty good on it, and Bayface Ray is on it as well. You think he paid two hundred fifty thousand for it? I don't think he paid two hundred fifty thousand for that verse, but it was actually a good future verse, man. Like man, I actually okay. enjoyed it. So, yeah, I mean these albums are good, man. They're they're new new kid shit. I gotta say, and like I said, beware. These people are not the best rappers, yeah. but like the production, the sound, like I fuck with it, man. Mm. I really enjoy both of them and shit. I'm kind of a fan now, man. I got to say I'm, I'm getting into some of the new kids shit now. Okay. Trying to open up my horizons, you know? So, yeah. okay. Yeah. I fuck so, with the new shit. So it's qualified then. I would say so. Yeah. Qualified. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting into some new shit listening to ESTG. <laughs> yeah, it feels good to discover somebody new and you actually like them, man. Yeah. Because sometimes I get stuck in that rut of like, oh, everything new sucks. All yeah. this new mainstream shit sucks. But then you find something you really click with 
And yeah. it's like, damn, this shit actually sounds really good. Let me check out all this stuff. And it's like, wow. Yeah. Really good underground artists out here, man. So Yeah. Another album I've been listening to. It's a new album. I ain't put it on the list. But uh, Louis Ray, I, I think he's from Detroit. He had that Detroit sound. Mm-hmm. But he got an album called My Signature. Okay. And it... Um, Pretty good. I mean, a lot of people don't like the Detroit sound. Yeah. So uh, you're going to get some of that on there. But um, I've been listening to that, that and uh, ESTG. So um, if you want to listen to something different, check it out. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, man. I, I'm trying to open up my horizons. I'm getting tired of playing the same shit at yeah. the gym over and over again, man. <laughs> like, so I'm, I'm looking for new music. And that Yeet album, especially, is some good gym music, man. I gotta say, really? okay. there's some good gym music in there. So you might like ESTG then. I'm if you're looking for some uh, good gym music, yeah, you might like ESTG. You probably like uh, maybe Doughboy. So um, yeah, check them out. They, it, I feel like those are good gym music too. Okay, now I'm checking out for sure. But yeah, mm-hmm. the production on these albums, man. Like, look. People say this at this era is bad. Like production wise, I don't know if hip hop's really been in a better. Like I guess the boom bap era was great, the yeah. sample era was great, but there was only so many producers making those great songs. You got DJ Premier, the RZA's, but not yeah. everybody's making that level of quality. Yeah, here you got like producers you ain't ever heard of making you, some fire shit. You can man. find somebody on YouTube, yeah. and reach out to them, and that be you know that production is fire. Mm-hmm. So it's you know. That's that's why I understand when people don't have good production. It's like, man, you can There's find so good, many, yeah. Yeah, like that's it's is damn near inexcusable to not have good production on your on the project. So that's why I kind of appreciate Nas working with Hit Boy. Yeah. Because at this point, if Nas still has some bad beats. Yeah. It's like, come on, man, you the problem <laughs> at this point, man. <laughs> no, for real, for real. Like, still working with people like Swiss Beats and shit in fucking 2022, man. Come on. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, so some good new music out. Yeah, you just got to look for it. But hip-hop is definitely still alive, in my opinion, man. A lot of good shit is still dropping. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, expand your horizons sometime, man. We all, we all advocate for that. Yeah. Um, all right, so now it's time to get into some of the bullshit, some of the hottest topics and everything going on in the world, culture-wise, sports-wise, et cetera, et cetera. I guess we'll start with the newest stuff and then go down to the shit that happened in the past week or so. Um, so the newest big story in the sports and entertainment and music, I guess kind of to world, <laughs> is Ime Udoka. The head coach of the Boston Celtics has been suspended for the 2022-2023 NBA season. Now, this was first reported. We had no idea why. Yeah. Woj left us on the cliffhanger. Yeah, every, Woj, Shams, all yeah. these so supposedly like... tapped-in <laughs> NBA insiders, all they did was announce that he was suspended but did not add any reason why. Yeah. What, so, what was your first thought when you seen that? Dog, I'm not going to fucking lie. <laughs> I immediately thought he was fucking with an employee. Really? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I ain't going to lie. I thought because the way they worded it, it said that uh, uh, suspended by the team, like team, he did something with the team. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I thought about was he must have gotten a fight with the owner or, you know, did something like that or some type of gambling or, you know, betting on the teams, betting yeah. in sports. That's the first thing I thought about because a year, 
I was just like, oh shit, it must been some. He must yeah. been betting on <laughs> on NBA games or some shit. The reason why I immediately went and I kind of felt bad for even jumping there in the first place because I was like, <laughs> why I got to think because the coach is black. He was, you know, yeah. couldn't keep his dick in his pants. But the reason I immediately thought it was an employee that he was fucking with is because it wasn't the NBA announcing it. So I knew, okay, the league wasn't involved in this. He wasn't arrested. It, it, so it was nothing illegal. Mm-hmm. No lawsuits. Nothing was announced lawsuit-wise. Yeah. So it didn't seem like it was anything illegal. So I was like, okay, what could it be? It had to be something with the staff. Mm-hmm. And it was most likely him <laughs> fucking an employee. But I felt bad for thinking that because I was yeah. like, you know, I don't want to be stereotypical for the one of the few black coaches, but yeah. that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I feel bad about that now, yeah. too. yeah. But, uh, yeah, Ina Udoka, who was famously married to um, the uh, uh, Nia Long. I don't know if they're still married. I, I would assume their I wasn't relationship sure if is they, over now. Yeah, I wasn't sure if they was married or not or just kind of just a long relationship because I remember them being married. Yeah, I remember it being a story back when the uh, Celtics were making that whole playoff run. Yeah. People, everybody brought up, you know, he's married to Nia Long, right? But I never yeah. seen him together. I yeah. just saw the story of them being married. I'm like, I, oh, okay. Yeah, I remember when he first got hired, um, and that that kind of popped up. It wasn't on ESPN or nothing, but it was like, oh, this is the guy near long date. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, what? Like, she could have anybody, and this motherfucker who been an assistant for for so long, like, she been with this dude. So I, I was kind of shocked. But uh, then it just went on, I guess. Yeah. But I wasn't sure if they was married or what. Yeah, I wasn't sure either. I I don't remember ever seeing them together, like, in public. I don't remember seeing her at games. Maybe I missed it. I didn't watch a whole lot of Celtics games. Yeah. But I don't remember seeing her, like, in the stands or anything. But I just remember it being a story, like, hey, you know, they're married, right? Drunk says the word. What up, Drunk, by the way? Good to have you on YouTube as well. Um, drunk says word is he was sleep, sleeping with the team executive wife. Yeah, I did hear that. I heard potentially it could have been the vice president's wife. We don't know that for sure. That's all rumors and hearsay at this point. But you have to imagine it was something more than just him fucking with a regular employee. Yeah. yeah. For a year suspension and maybe yeah. more. Yeah. So I think and then now Matt Barnes, people are talking about it now. Matt Barnes took back because he defended Ime Udoka. A lot of people defended Ime Udoka at first. Yeah. Because I think their natural reaction was the same thing as we all had. Like, okay, so what? He fucked an employee. All of us done did that shit at some point. Yeah. We didn't get suspended or fired for it. (laughs) So it seemed like it was being overblown. But then some things started coming out where he apparently made some unwarranted comments that were reported to the team and or the organization and they took action. Mm-hmm. And now apparently there are some other things that were, I, I think we're going to eventually find out Yeah, that somebody's going to leak the shit, but yeah. apparently it's something serious that deserves at least this kind of punishment. Damn. So, um, what up, Holly? Holly, we gotta fucking change your name. I can't say that. My, my you fucking been, mouth dog, cannot you, form you, those words. You, Holly Rachel Worshipper. You've been doing pretty good, man. I'm trying, man. It's a long ass <laughs> name, dog. You need you need a Jim's and Juice name, okay? <laughs> Come up with a Jim's and Juice name that we can call you, because I don't want to call you Holly Rachel Worshipper every single single time we talk about you, man. <laughs> 
Uh, you just but, call him Holly. I don't. Call, I don't think her, it's. Her, I don't think that's a woman. So yeah, I want to call, call her Holly. Holly. That's what I meant. You need. You need a name, a, a shortcut name, so we could talk about your comments on the stream, yeah. man. What's up, Holly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ernesto, what's up to you as well, man? Uh, you so you say they've been engaged for five or so years. Yeah, I've heard that too, but I, I just don't know. Like I've never seen them together. It seemed like one of those. PR celebrity type relationships, you know. I didn't see them together yeah. the whole lot. Yeah. But uh Figgy, what are your thoughts on this man? Um and number two, what about Brett Favre? Okay. <laughs> Why are we talking about Brett Favre, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on the whole Ime Udoka thing? Uh I was kind of shocked to be honest. I, I was I, I never expected a coach to be suspended over something like this. But, you know, I, I you know, I, I I enjoyed the jokes on Twitter and all that stuff, but I ain't really jump out the window and say, "Hey, that's crazy!" or "How could they do?" I knew it was something more than that because yeah. they I, it had to be the president's wife or it had to be something like that, and um they and I they at that point they had to suspend him for at least a year. I think I think he eventually gonna be gone. I don't think I just don't see them bringing him back to to coach the team after that. And uh, it's very unfortunate because he got him to the finals. But, um, man, I, t- I just think, man, you just got to, you know, somebody in that position, man, you got to watch who you mess around with, man. Like, if it's somebody that important, like, you can't, you know, <laughs> he he pretty, his, his NBA career might be over. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe somebody could give him another chance. But I don't think I don't know, man. <laughs> because shit like that, that that's the type of shit that gets you blackballed. Mm-hmm. So um, it's very unfortunate. And um, I don't know. Another thing too. Everybody saying how stupid he was because he got Nia Long. When when are we gonna stop oh having this God. conversation, man? Yeah, oh, man. Well, look, man. Anybody could get cheated on, man. Like it don't matter. It don't matter who it is. And two, you know, we love. I, I like Neil Long, but you don't know. You you don't know what was going on during that time. You don't know what's going on between them. You don't know if they was going through a rocky place where you know the relationship was pretty much over. You don't know how she is. You know, behind closed doors. Like, look, like let's not. I don't want. Let's not sit here and say you know. Why would he cheat on Neil Long? Like a lot of people get cheated on, man. And, and let's be honest about this point too. And I don't want to offend any older people, especially any older women. But Neil Long is fifty-one years old, man. <laughs> this is not nineteen ninety-six, Neil Long. All right. So anybody asking how could Neil Long of all people get cheated on, a fifty-one-year-old woman when you out working, you got a young tenor up in your face. Yeah. Shit can happen, man. We don't know exactly what happened here. Hopefully, yeah. he wasn't cheated with another fifty-one-year-old because that would just be yeah. wild. And it was a white woman too, maybe. So that would be crazy. Yeah. But I, yeah, y- 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 y'all don't know these people. Beyonce got cheated on. Exactly. Man. Anybody, can, anybody, you don't know these people in real life or what they go through. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I, I was. That's that's the part that was kind of irritating me a little bit. It's like, man, like, come on, man. Anybody could get cheated on. So I just don't, I just don't understand that, you know, I mean, I get what he did was stupid mm-hmm. because he put his job in, in jeopardy, his career in jeopardy. 
over some shit like that. But let's not sit here and say, oh, he's so stupid. Why would he cheat on me alone? You see that fucking congressman? Yes, I seen that, man. <laughs> I like, nigga, can you write a fucking bill or something? Yeah. Why are you even involved? I can't wait till that shit is over, man. Oh. The Congress people weighing in on... It will never be... This is the future now, Figgy, okay? Man. This is everybody got to be on top of the trending topics. And low-key, this shit started with Obama. Yeah. I got to say, man, it's yeah. not, I don't think it's... Like, the fact that he commented on shit like... Taylor Swift and Kanye at the VMAs and yeah. shit like that. That kind of spread the whole thing of these celebrity or these politicians trying to keep up with the celebrity gossip and the yeah. trends and all this shit. So, nah, this it's only going to get worse, Piggy, okay? We going to yeah. see Wendy's and fucking Clorox oh in China in too. We're yeah. gonna, it's never going to end. And we already seeing that shit with the uh, whenever somebody doing a live and then you yes. have Wendy's comment <laughs> fire emojis and shit. <laughs> See, I never thought this is the most pandering ass <laughs> tweet. Look at this shit. This dude, uh, I guess he's a represent U.S. House candidate in New York. His name is Jamal Bowman. He says, sending nothing but love to Nia Long. We're not letting a man who didn't recognize the luxury her presence was dim all her beauty and glory. Matter of fact, we need a Nia Long national holiday. <laughs> I ain't never. That's that's got to be top ten most pandering ass yeah. tweets of all time, dog. Yeah. I like, gotta get the black woman on my side. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let me look at these quote tweets. Fuck out of here, man. I'm glad he got roasted for that bullshit. <laughs> dog come on yeah. man yeah he got roasted very yeah, somebody thankfully said, bro chill <laughs> look thirsty I- i'm happy he got roasted up for that shit man because dog yeah but, but but let's be real there's a lot of people tweeting like this too yes and they got the same intentions they just trying to pander and and build up a roster maybe yeah yeah look look i, I mean I don't, I don't think anybody deserved to get cheated on but Let's be real. We don't know the situation. Yeah. Like they could have been, they could have been separated and you know, he was doing his own thing. It just got caught up with the wrong person. So she, you know, she could have been doing her thing. Like you, we don't know what happened in their house. So I just don't understand that, you know, the strong sympathy for, because we just seen one side of the story. So yeah, you never exactly. know because a lot of people, it'd be a lot of people that separated, but you don't even know it. And then when you see somebody out with somebody, you yeah. know, let's say like a Will Smith and Jada Pickett situation, mm-hmm. like you heard all the random stories. Oh, oh Will Smith was dating so and so, and he he cheated on her too, and all the, you don't know what's going on in that damn household, <laughs> and that's a wild uh, that's a wild household. So it could be something, you know, maybe they wasn't together because I heard she wasn't even living in Boston. Yeah, so you know maybe they was kind of you know going through some shit and kind of separated but still engaged or married whatever they are and he was snooping around with the the team exec wife or whoever so it could be it could have been something like that no i agree of all those all the storylines the nia long storyline like matters the least to me but that's what everybody cares about because you know that's what makes it juicy for black twitter so whatever yeah. Drunk says, what I hate is to find out an NBA coach of all people has no discipline. I agree, man. And I have to say, dog, 
I, I hate to put this on black people in positions of power, especially like coaches, but there's only so many of them. And yeah. they're still held to an example of kind of like the black quarterback. Everybody's like, oh, this is the era of the black quarterback. Dog, if enough of them fail, yeah. we're going right back to yep. fucking Peyton Tasty Yes. Yeah. So it's just, unfortunately, they still have to set an example of professionalism, of how they carry themselves. And on top of that, all winning and shit. So... Mm-hmm. To have somebody do something so ju- silly as this, man, grown-ass man, and that's one of the first lessons you learn in the workplace, don't shit where you eat. Yeah. You know, and I, I get it. I, I, I've i done it plenty yeah. of times. I understand the temptation. Yeah. This reminds me of that Patrice O'Neal bit where he talks about we should have a sexual harassment day because <laughs> women be flirty as hell at work. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it plenty of times, but mm-hmm. then you always wonder in the back of your head, like, is she is she really trying to get some or is she just being friendly? Yeah. And sometimes you just want to check and say, hey, you really trying to do something? Yeah. And then, oh, my God, I'm telling yeah. HR. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, rub me on my back yeah. every morning since I. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, dog, and, and to be honest, it's like that in this workplace. Yes. Because, like, a lot of people go around, they give each other hugs. You got one lady who actually kiss you on the cheek. Yes. All type of Very stuff. Very touchy-feely. Like, yes. Yes. We're just like, uh. <laughs> So, no, I even here I've had some straight up propositions where I'm just like, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. But I was shit, I was tempted. I yeah. mean, shit, you always get tempted. Yeah. And in other workplaces I, I've done as well. So, look, I understand it, but you just got to know, especially when you're in a position of power, a position of power like the head coach. Yeah, you 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 can't be. You can't. You, yeah, can't do, you just can't, man. Yeah, and it's crazy because I um. So back when I used to work in Cleveland at a high school, it was a um. We was we kind of went down a rabbit hole on the uh the age of consent, or uh, I think it's consent. Yeah, I guess that the age limit of who you can mess with type thing, because it was a wild. Ohio had a wild law where the I guess the age of consent is I want to say sixteen. So a grown ass man can go up to the school and talk to a 16 year old like that's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. But somebody like me, you know, I can't you know, I can't talk to obviously teachers can't talk to a student because that's position of power because I'm technically over that student and I could go to jail for it. But a 40 year old can do the you know, they can talk to a 16 year old. But if I was like 18 and the other student was like 17, I would get in trouble for I could go to jail for that. That's wild. That's what that, ain't that's crazy. That is crazy, man. <laughs> that's crazy because like with me being 18, if I was working there, I you know, technically I I'm positioned to power where I'm over this student. So I can't, you know, that that won't work out, but a, a old ass grandpa can <laughs> you know can mess around with a 16 yeah, or 17. Daddy, yeah. yeah, so I was just like, "Damn, that is that's that's how fucked up the laws is, and I don't think anybody in the workplace overpower should talk to somebody like that, especially in the yeah. school. That's that's nasty. Yeah, but just you know, little shit like that, man. It's just like damn. I just don't understand how you could you know position the power. You can you know mess around with somebody like that, and it's very tempting. 
and I ain't talking about the school situation, but you mm-hmm. know, if you all grown and you know somebody you know that's under you looks good, that's you know it's it's not it's not bad, but you always know. gonna wonder, man. No, I understand yeah. what you're saying perfectly. Yeah. So, Holly Rich Worshipper says it's crazy that the whole world, including your fam, knows you want suspension for smashing. Yeah, and I want to bring that up too because. The way the team handled this was you, funny style, man. You, you think uh, you think race kind of played a part in this too, a little bit. <sighs> See that it's hard to say. It's hard to say. It's hard to say because that's the thing. It always comes down to if this was a white person, would they have done it this way? Yeah. Because we just don't have an example, really. People yeah. keep bringing up Phil Jackson and Jeannie Buss. That's not the same thing. Yeah. Okay, as the owner's daughter, but it wasn't the the it, the, the situation it, as far as we know was not the same, yeah. and there was no allegation of it not being wanted on Jeannie Buss's side. Yeah. So that's the main point that people are missing when they bring that shit up. Yeah. But I don't know, man. At first, I thought they were trying to protect him. Because mm. they didn't say they didn't include any details as to why he was going to get suspended. Then it did leak out that it had something to do with him and an employee that they thought was consensual. But it seems like they're still trying to protect him in a way because they're not giving any details. Yeah. So they could easily say it kind of reminds me of on a much lower scale when the Texans fired uh, Amy, the PR person. Yeah, and just didn't say why, and everybody got upset about it. Yeah, but they never said why they fired her. Yeah, you know, it was something internal that stayed internal. Yeah, and they fired her in the middle of the season. Exactly. Yeah, and everybody in the media got upset. They were like, "Oh, Amy's so great. The Texans are so stupid. They took all that heat, but but something happened." Yeah, we don't we don't know publicly what happened, but something happened. Yeah, and I think that should have been the same way this was handled. Yeah, but I guess it just got so big they had to leak. Something was gonna yeah. was bound to leak. Yeah, I think the other part is too. They said that he he's most likely to be suspended for a year. Yeah, at that point you might as well just let him go. Just, exactly. Just fire him and just keep it moving. So now all of this shit got to come out at some point. So I just you know that's that's the other part. And I brought up the whole race thing because. Because they did say it was a team, uh, he you know violated team rules or something like that. So I wonder, it, what's the team rules? Not to sleep with somebody or what? Yeah, what's, what's the team? I want. I was kind of curious. Like, is that in every coach's contract? Yeah, I mean, every organization probably has their own set of rules of conduct, code of conduct, and some workplaces I know have a strict like no dating coworkers rule. Yeah. It's kind of rare, but it happens. Yeah. And especially with like when you're position to power and if somebody may be under you or maybe over you, yeah. it can influence things. Like there's a power dynamic there. So, yeah. you know, like we don't know enough details, but that would probably be the reason why. It's like something something big happened that we don't know yet here. That's that's yeah. the main thing. Something big happened that we don't know yet. People are speculating a whole lot of things. People are saying he got somebody's wife pregnant, maybe, or some shit. Yeah. We just don't know, man. Yeah. But something big definitely happened that we're not aware of all the details yet. Yeah. Drunk says, how y'all feel about it being consensual and him getting exposed and disciplined, but not the female? Stephen A. Smith had a point about this and she he got kind of roasted by Malika Andrews who came <laughs> on the show and told him to stop and it was actually pretty funny 
But um, oh, that's why she was on there. Yeah, well, I, she was re- reporting about it, but she got upset at him for saying. I was that. wondering why she was on there because I think it was first take. Yeah, and they said they had her take. on the phone. Yeah, I was just like, what the heck? like, damn, like, <laughs> so, she, like, what is she doing on the show? Malik, she was reporting. I guess she was there at the press conference, and mm. she's like the it girl for ESPN right now too. Now that Rachel Nichols is gone, yeah, she's like the new Rachel Nichols. Yeah, but um, yeah. So Stephen A. Smith made that point about how they exposed all these details, but then kept her, and then they even said that. They believed it to be consensual, but they didn't expose the woman. And now it's just Ime Udoka getting thrown under the bus, apparently. Yeah. And he's just questioning why they didn't uh, unveil her name, too. Yeah. And then Malika Andrews spun it into Stephen A. Smith was trying to blame the victim. Wait, and so who is the victim? The the person who uh, <laughs> who made, who said that he made an unwarranted comment. Mm-hmm. Is because that's basically people keep missing that point. I think the re- the reasoning that we know now is she reported something that he did to the team and they got involved because mm. they knew about the relationship yeah. before. Mm. So technically, is apparently was not illegal or yeah. a problem for them to have a relationship. But it wasn't until they became aware that he did something foul, according to her, mm, okay. that it became a big deal. Mm. So and see that's that's something else that's tricky too. Yeah, because it could have been a situation where they got into it. Yeah, you said, "Hey, I ain't leaving my wife." Or it could have been or the, I'm her husband found out. Yeah, and he she said, "Hey, yep, this nigger just came up. <laughs> he just yeah. came in and proposed. He said he wanted to fuck." I was like, "Oh, yeah." So. Yeah, it, it, you, dog. That's why you know mess with people in the workplace, especially yeah. married people, man. Yeah, because when the shit hits the fans, they, they would throw. Choose, they yes. would throw anybody under the bus. Yes, they don't care. Like we didn't seen people go to jail for rape because yes. you know they got uh, the other person got caught up mm-hmm. and they just threw the person under the bus. No, one woman can be heartless, dog. They will throw somebody's life. Like I'm not saying that's what happened. We don't know. Yeah, but I'm just saying. It's possible. And this is why you just don't put yourself in this. Because ultimately, it's Ime Udoka's fault. Yeah. For putting himself in this because position he to begin with. He exactly. Yeah, he shouldn't have messed with her. But this is what can happen, man. Like, you never know. All it takes is a woman to say, he, he went it. too far. Yeah. Or he did something. I did not want this. Yeah. And then it's a problem. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he did kind of cook Malika because she went, how oh, you going to go on the man's show and tell him to stop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if he apologizes, though, because, you he know, gonna Steve, ha- he going to have he to. He probably will. Yeah. He probably will. He'll say, I want to start off this <laughs> first take. By I just have something to say before yes. we get into everything. But I, one thing I noticed, Stephen A. Smith has a lot of smoke for black people. He only apologizes when it's like, Somebody he said something he says to like once last time he apologized. He, he apologized. What's the Asian player? Um, uh, Shohei Otani. I think he made yeah, a comment yeah, about him. Yeah, which yeah, was it, yeah. Was was it, I don't think it was really that. Oh, he. I think he said he need to learn English. How you gonna be yeah. a superstar? He don't you know <laughs> no, said something like that, which was to me it was kind of a fair point. And um, they tore his ass up where he he apologized immediately. I want to say the next day he apologized. 
and, and he made a, a video on Twitter or some yeah. shit. He apologized like three times over that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I remember he did. Yeah. And he also apologized to back in the day. I think it was something that was uh, with Michelle Beadle. And something he said, yeah, I remember that back in the day, something that she got offended by that he apologized for. When it comes to black people, he takes up the stance of, I'm not apologizing for nothing. I don't care what you think about me. Yeah. So I I think that's why a lot of black folks have a problem with him. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, because he'd be going in on black folks. (laughs) It was somebody else. It was something else that happened um, because he was going in on who was it? He was going in on some black dude or black. Or, it was somebody, but then the same thing happened to a white person, and he ain't say nothing. He I was, yeah, I he remember was like that. defending I them. Forgot what happened. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if it was something with Kyrie or KD. It was something where he was just like going in, and the same exact thing happened to a white person. I, I will. I know for a fact that he grilled Kyrie over the vaccine shit for like a year. Yeah, and then the Aaron Rodgers, who Stephen A. Smith used to yeah, love that, himself, that's, fucking that's Aaron Rodgers. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was because they they showed a, uh, a clip like back to back. Yeah, him going in Kyrie <laughs> about the yep. vaccine, and then Aaron Rodgers, he was just like kind of defending it a little yep. bit. He was all calm and collective over it, and everybody was just like over this dude. No, Ky- yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> he, I, I gotta say, man, I like Stephen A. Smith. I think he's entertaining. But yeah. nah, he do be on some funny style shit with that stuff, man. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, Drunk says, if you sleeping with somebody, what could you say that could be unwarranted? I, well, to be fair, look, you, you can re- withdraw consent at any time. Like, look, we don't like I said, we don't know what happened. We don't yeah. know what happened. OK, so until we get some more details, which I think we're going to get some more details at some point soon, because people are going to be keep digging and somebody's going to talk. Yeah. Somebody's going to talk. But until then, we just look. And my my takeaway was that he was fine with the punishment. Yeah. We saw his statement. Yeah. So I feel like he admitted he fucked up in that point. So Mm -hmm. I have no reason to defend him. Yeah, I'm just like let let's see what happens. I'm I'm hoping his life ain't over. Of course, yeah, the, but the part that got me was they they made a point to say it was consensual. Yeah. But then they said the unwanted it. Yeah. Where I'm just like, which one is it? Well, they were saying that the team believed it was consensual, but then she said later on that he made unwarranted comments. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know why the team thought it was consensual. I, I like I don't know if they investigated it and said, okay, this checks out, or they were like, we just saw them being friendly one day and like, yeah, they probably fucking around, but who cares? Yeah. And then so yeah, I don't know. Like I said, we don't know what happens. People are speculating a whole lot of wild shit, and I think we'll find out soon. But yeah, yeah Chris, what up, Tab? Tab, what's see happening? See you in the chat as well, man. Good to have you as well. <laughs> yeah. See do, us. do you think it's uh, irresponsible for people to put this random lady picture out? Yes, but they do that every fucking time, I, I know. man. I think this situation was uh, kind of rough because I'm like, I don't even know if it's this lady. Yeah. All they did was search um, women that work for the Boston Celtics. And just blasted this picture out there. I was just like, damn, that might not even be her. Dog. That can, You know how that can fuck up her household? You don't know who she married to or what? That can fuck up a household. And they just threw that picture out there. I'm just like, damn, man. That, I don't even say low key because it's high key now. 
that's one of the biggest problems with social media today, I feel, man. Yeah. People misinformation, doxing people, throwing people out there who are not involved with because this happens every single time there's like a big event where we don't know. Yeah. Like it happened with the I remember that one of the earliest examples I can remember was the Boston bombings where like all these websites were trying to ID the people who were responsible and they ID the wrong people. Oh yeah. So it's like, dog, do you realize you can get these people fucking hurt? Yeah. Somebody looking for these kids or whoever did it. And then somebody fucking gets shot and killed Yeah. or some crazy shit happens. So please get the wrong person. Like y'all need to stop being Twitter investigators, man. The, The team knows who it is. Don't fucking put people's information out there when you don't know the facts. Yeah. It's, it, the same thing happens in these viral TikTok well, videos, yeah. all this shit. People getting doxxed and people getting their information put out getting there. Getting their workplace. Yeah. And they be like, hey, this somebody, all it takes is somebody, a white person to make a stupid tweet. Yep. And then it was like, oh, he work here. Yeah. And call his job. and <laughs> Get I, him fired. Look, man. Come people, on, People dog. say a lot of this stupid shit on Twitter. Yes. I'm not trying to get nobody fired, man. That's that's crazy to me. <laughs> that's that dog. That's literally being a fucking tattletale, man. Yeah. Like nobody in school wanted to be a fucking snitch. I don't see why everybody on Twitter wants to be a snitch all of a sudden, man. Yeah. Oh, he said he don't like black women. Let's get him fired. <laughs> Like what the fuck? Yeah, who cares, man? <laughs> I never understood that. And me, me, I, I try to mind my business, man. I can say you a piece of shit and just keep it moving. Like I'm not trying to get you fired. I'm not trying to get you, you know, divorced from your wife. I'm not trying to end your career. Like, dog, I can say you a piece of shit and just keep it moving. Yeah, like I don't look. I can delete you out of my out of my mind. But people be on here, they be like, how do you even have the time to try to figure out where this person work? It's wild, man. People, you got to be unemployed to have that kind of <laughs> fucking yes. time on your hands to look up where somebody man. works and see where they live and call their house and send them I, hate mail. I never had that much. Time. I barely had time to put shit on the dock for, for us, for the podcast. I'll be having to find some time <laughs> to try to see what happened. Yeah. And, and niggas out here... Looking up people's address and all that shit, that is crazy, man. <laughs> it's insane, man. It's a, it's a wild drunk says Twitter, the wild, wild west when it comes to theories. It really is, man. That's why. And TikTok, especially, I think TikTok is like the leader now of just <laughs> fake, stupid shit. The latest case is that fucking NyQuil chicken. Oh, yeah. Dog, NyQuil chicken was not a thing until the FDA made a statement about it. <laughs> they they did the research and said before the FDA made a statement about the TikTok, the NyQuil chicken challenge, there was like four searches for it total on Damn. the entire app. Damn. After they put the statement out, there was like 1,400 <laughs> times that. Damn. You're making it a thing when you talk about it and yeah. all this fake information because clearly the, the video was a joke. Yeah, I don't think the dude actually ate the NyQuil chicken, man. <laughs> but they asked, oh, kids are eating NyQuil chicken now. They got the NyQuil chicken challenge. Dog, y'all being yeah. fooled, man. This yeah. is obviously bullshit y'all getting fed. Yeah, it's a lot of people on social media that create scenarios to, you know, go yes. viral and be jokes. Yes. Because it was one it was one um, viral video of a girl. She act, she act like she was talking to a news person, like a reporter outside. And she was like dogging her sister and all this other shit. 
but you could tell the girl was a Instagram joker. Mm-hmm. And the story, everything kind of looked fake, but a lot of people thought she was really dogging her sister. And it, you had a whole bunch of think pieces on it. I'm just like, y'all know this is fake, right? <laughs> like, she do this shit all the time. Yes. Here's her Instagram page where she doing multiple videos like this. And I don't know, man. Just People just see shit and take it serious. They do. They do, dog. It's ridiculous now. This is like the worst, even though it's easier than ever to get information. <laughs> We're the most uninformed that we've ever been <laughs> as a human race, I feel. Because yeah. nobody takes the time to look up anything, to search anything, to see if anything's true. I see people in real life say shit that I know is fake. Yeah. And it's like, dog, did you even look in the comments to see if this <laughs> shit was real? Yeah. Shit's insane, man. Uh, TM, Bet TMZ is trying to pay off people now. Yeah, they definitely going to get to the bottom of this. Look, some people know what happened with the uh, Ema Udoka shit. Yeah. They're, they're, people, people in the league, people out. in the league, no. Yeah. I wish we knew an NBA player. If somebody fucking told Matt Barnes, yeah, I would imagine somebody gonna tell a real reporter soon, and they go, yeah, and it, it's possible they already know. And yeah, just are not saying they just shit. Yeah, they probably just don't have enough. Um, I guess I don't want to say evidence, but they gotta, you know, when you report something, you gotta have some source. You gotta, yeah, you gotta get people it who want to talk. Yeah, you got to have it confirmed by, like, a couple people to put it out there because you don't, like, in this situation, you don't want to put it out there and then be wrong. Yeah. And then that can kind of fuck up your career. Yeah, or the league doesn't want them to put it out. Yeah, they, they say, could get hey, in trouble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it could be that, too. So mm-hmm. we don't because know, man. Woj would have had this already. Yeah. Shams would have had this already. They, it's possible they do because we yeah. found out time and time again when some shit breaks, yeah. everybody already knew about it. Yeah, because you know Woj and Shams hitting up the uh, uh, probably the um, Boston Celtics like, Mm -hmm. yo, what's going on? And they have a good relationship. Yeah. So they probably like, hey, look, this is what happened, but we still trying to figure some stuff out. So please, you know, don't say anything right now. Yeah. We'll give you the story first. But just hold tight real quick while we get everything to figure some shit out. Yeah. No, I think that's definitely the case, man. Because it's going to come out. But I think and people already know what happened. So we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll find out soon as the public soon enough. Yeah. Junk said, you made me mad is they made NyQuil chicken breasts like bro could at least make some NyQuil wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was wild, man. I couldn't. Yeah, that shit. I, I finally saw the video after hearing about the shit for a whole week. And it's like, it was clearly a joke, man. This dude yeah. was not seriously eating no damn NyQuil chicken. It was clearly a joke. But everybody, I saw even the Sports Radio 610 morning show, Sean and Seth talk about it, like, kids are eating NyQuil chicken now. What's going on with the world? It's like, <laughs> dog, this is clearly a joke that just people took yeah. way too far, man. Yeah. Yeah. This this kind of remind me. So um, I know you don't watch the show P-Valley, but... Mm-hmm. It was a couple episodes where they start uh, putting some weed in the wings, and um, and the weed. So it was some weed chicken wings, and um, niggas start eating the wings up and start getting high, and they start spending more money. <laughs> so it kind of it was kind of fucked up, but it was like these we we need some more of these weed wings, and then niggas start coming in, getting some more wings, and spending way more money. So everybody in there was just high as hell. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, like it's not even that type of situation. I mean, to be real though, thinking about it, is 
putting NyQuil on chicken any worse than putting cough syrup in a soda and drinking it to get high <laughs> or, nah, or smoking look, formaldehyde. Look, I, I, I'd have heard, heard some people that give their kids NyQuil just to go to bed. Yeah, I've thought about it. I, I have <laughs> fucking insomnia, man. I'll be looking at that bottle of NyQuil like, man, I was just down this shit, go to sleep finally, but I never do. Yeah. But yeah, man. <laughs> like, honestly, that in a, in a hierarchy of dr- stupid drugs that are out there, NyQuil chicken is pretty low. That might be safe yeah, <laughs> compared honestly. to fucking um, Xanax and, or not Xanax, but what's the, uh, amphetamine. Fent, yeah, fentanyl, fentanyl and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. It's better than that, but please don't tr- don't fucking try it. Yeah. We shouldn't have to say that. Obviously. But, obviously. but don't try it. <laughs> um, Drunk says, I got $5. Say that. Why only $5, man? You only, see, well, you, you don't bet $5. Man, you got money, man. <laughs> Junk, we know you got racks, man. <laughs> I got five dollars. Say they end up firing him when the big story drops. Yeah, I think that's I think so. That's, yeah. that's probably likely. Yeah. If enough outrage is made about it, they'll definitely just let him go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I think, I think that's what they're gonna end up doing anyway. Yeah. I, I just don't see how they, how he can come back. Like, just imagine after the suspension, he come back like everything normal. I'm sure the person he was messing around with probably still gonna be there. Mm-hmm. So I just, I think. I think it's best if they move on because yeah. you don't want that lingering on. No, I like agree. just imagine that, like we always we talk about the Deshaun Watson stuff, how that stuff can linger on during his suspension and all mm-hmm. that. Just imagine this going on every every Boston Celtics game, and like oh this is the interim coach for the Celtics. The previous coach is suspended because he was sleeping <laughs> around with somebody. Yeah, so it's just like man you. Honestly, you better off just moving on. I think so, too. I think so, too. At this point, they're going to find another coach during this whole interim season. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. honestly, if the coach do good, if the coach get them deep in the playoffs, they might roll with him. Yeah. That's the scene. This, it seemed like that's what Boston pretty much preparing to do. I think but so. How do you feel about people? I saw a lot of people bringing up because Deshaun Watson name started trending <laughs> during this, too. Of course. Saying, hey, Deshaun Watson, you know, 24 women, and he only got 11 games. But this guy had uh, consensual sex, and he got a whole season? How you feel about that? (laughs) (laughs) Like, look, man, I feel more is, like, look, people, I didn't even think about that, honestly. (laughs) So I got to think about my response to it. But I feel like naturally – you know, being an NFL quarterback, there's only so many with that type of skill set, man. So somebody's going to take Deshaun Watson no matter what. People took Michael Vick after the dog fighting and he went to prison. People don't took legit criminals and they played in the NFL again. Yeah. So the NFL head coach is more like that's just not a super, super like you need a head coach for an NBA team. Yeah. But it's not like. If some shit happens, we have to keep him around no matter what because he's that crucial. Yeah. Unless you're a fucking Popovich or uh, somebody of that caliber. Yeah. So that you're, you're just naturally your leash is going to be shorter. Yeah. And they will cut bait easier. The NBA, the coach is always the first to get fired. Yeah. When shit goes bad. Yeah. So I mean, if at the smallest sign of trouble. The coach always wanted to go. Yeah. 
and that's what's happening here. But the yeah. NBA, if somebody with a top five potential NFL quarterback skill set, you're just just too worthy. You're too yeah. worthwhile for everybody to say no. We're, we're never going to have you play again. Yeah. Somebody's going to take you, man. When yeah. is going to be more important than morals for some team out there? There's 32 teams. There, somebody's going to be like, nah, we'll take the risk. We need to win now. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like I'm not saying the coach isn't important, but that's probably the least important. If you like, they, I think Boston would be just fine. They could find somebody else, especially yes. with that talent. But um, let's say it was Jalen Brown who was the one messing around. They probably gonna hold on to him a little mm-hmm. longer. They, you know, they ain't gonna. They probably try to suspend him, maybe not even half the season. They probably give him like a good ten. If Kevin games. Durant got caught up, you think they're gonna suspend him? Number one, he missed enough time with injury anyway. Yeah. Think they're gonna suspend him for sleeping with a coworker, man? No. no. Shit, we gonna be five games. And you- <laughs> <laughs> if that, be they back pro- in there. Yeah, they, they probably wouldn't even do that. Just they fine pro- him. They five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. So I think, um, but yeah, a lot of people was bringing up Deshaun Watson and all that stuff too. So. It, yeah, it's not the same, it's, man. Yeah, it's it's totally different, man. And look, man, like in hindsight, Deshaun Watson probably should have got way more than he, you know, especially the stuff he went through. Yeah. But um it was a I mean, it came out to be a civil case. And um I I don't know, man. Just the we, NFL, we've been through all that yeah, already. Yeah, the NFL so. is totally different from the NBA. Yeah. And, you know. So it's unfortunate and you know, you can always line up different situations and it don't make sense, but that's the way of the world, man. <laughs> nah, that's true. And John brings up a good point. He says the problem is he went to the finals. That's the only reason they've taken their time. Yeah, I agree. If they missed the playoffs, they would have cut bait immediately. Yeah, yeah. If he was a bad coach, but he the fact been it's just weird that okay, you have a successful number one, a black coach, which yeah. brings a bat in that's itself. That's another yeah. And you have a black coach who was successful and then you fired him and didn't say why you fired him. That would be a bad look. Yeah. Especially for the Celtics. Yeah. We already don't like because they racist. <laughs> so that that's the reason why I think they're trying to approach it with more care and nuance. But they're not doing a great job of that. But I don't know how you can do a good job at this point. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, the main question is, Figgy. Why are we not talking about Brett Favre? Yeah. Okay. I'm sick of seeing this shit. I have to say, I'm sorry, dog. The Brett Favre shit, people, and people I respect have, have kept saying this shit. And I just, do y'all realize, number one, I'm not always on Twitter no more, but I knew about the Brett Favre shit when it happened, man. Yeah. I saw every account, sports account say something about it. I saw every sports talk show, national, ESPN, Undisputed, Fox Sports, talk about it. So when people say we're not talking about the Brett Favre stuff enough, I don't understand what they mean. Yeah. I feel like when people say that, they mean like people in general aren't talking about it. Yeah. Sports Center should be breaking news, Brett Favre. Yeah, but... Nope. Here's the truth. Nobody gives a shit. 
Yeah. Because number one is Brett Favre. Yeah. Retired and done went to the fucking boondocks to yeah. live his life. He ain't got no. He's not like an anchor. Exactly. He's not like a sports reporter. He's not a coach. He's not, He's not, not an analyst. Yeah. He he disappeared after retirement. Yeah. We don't know. He ain't even done a Wrangler commercial in a while. <laughs> so, and number two, you have a story of misappropriating or basically stealing from a charity. Which yeah. really sucks, but a lot of people do that shit. Yeah. And it involves stock options, all this boring stuff people don't care about. And then you have Ime Udoka. And this has like all of black Twitter's favorite storylines in yeah. one. You got a famous black woman getting cheated on, mm-hmm. with potentially a white woman. You got uh NBA, which is his own Twitter. You yeah. got every racial aspects, yeah. everything that Twitter likes to talk just about. Just the juicy shit, too. Yes. Uh, just uh, him smashing somebody. And, uh, you know, that's in the you know organization. That's yes. juicy enough. So, yeah. It, it's that People are going to talk about that more because it's more interesting to them. And it's more juicy and scandalous. Yeah. There's nothing scandalous about Brett Favre except you, all you can say is that's fucked up. Yeah, Throw him in jail. He's a shitty person. For exactly. That. Yeah. But when people say we're not talking about it enough, I don't understand what they mean by it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really don't get it. And to me, people should we we know how the media works, man. Like to me, that's like saying, why you ain't talking about this charity that Laramie Tunsil did mm-hmm. on the news? <laughs> and it's and look. And, this, and and look, I hate. I mean, look, I, and, and that's the one. And that's the one thing I love about about our podcast because we can do whatever the fuck we want. Mm-hmm. If if Laramie Thompson want to hop on to talk about his or his, his charity, he, we can do that. But a lot of these big stations, you know, they can't really afford to do that. Unfortunately, they got to stick with the big news, the hot news, and the stuff that moved the needle. So, you know, Sports Center, they can't talk about the charity work in the first. <laughs> because, and it's funny it's funny because uh I think I think Arian Foster and uh Jamel Hill kinda had that conversation. Yeah. And um um Arian Foster was pretty much like, Hey, why y'all talk about positive stuff? And Jamel Hill out of all people was like, Hey, that's that's not how it work. You know, we can't, you know, we can't take a whole sports center just talk about all the good things i mean we gotta talk we gotta report news we gotta talk about stuff that you know that hits and i think this is one of those situations and it's kind of shocking to see how people was like hey why why are we not talking about this enough it's like man like that's not really you know it's i think it is news because he he is a hall of fame quarterback and Mm -hmm. you know it's fucked up but i think like that stuff to me that stuff go on the back end yeah it's not like front page breaking news so um like i i i was trying to think of something like um i guess like a former black retired player that's not in the spotlight Mm -hmm. if they did something like that would that be on the news now if that if something like that happened where let's say um let's say carl malone carl malone's not in the spotlight at all if he did something like that, would that shit be plastered all over the news and Sports Center? Would they be breaking in with that type of news, or would they just would they just kind of sweep that to the back? I feel like they would kind of sweep that to the back. I mean, there are, I'm sure there are people who don't know about the Darren Sharper case, 
The fact yeah. that he was running around worse than Bill Cosby, like drugging and raping women nationwide yeah. for years. I'm sure there's plenty of people who don't know about that. Yeah. So basically, that's funny you bring up the whole whenever people, athletes always wonder, why don't you talk about the, the positive things? Why don't you talk about what, what good we do? I don't want those people to ask themselves this. When you watch TV and movies, do you watch like, positive nothing bad happens only good things helping kids cleaning up trash type yeah. of movies and shows or do you watch shows with sex drugs and violence yeah or what type of music do you listen exactly. to do you listen to the positive music and <laughs> or do you like, listen to drill killing nigga shit yeah, because yeah. y'all know what's attracted and y'all know sports or entertainment we like the drama we yeah. like the crazy shit and and that plays into it, man. Yeah, so. that's just the way of the world, man. Like like even us when we, when the whole Deshaun Watson stuff was going on, mm -hmm. we playing the fucking Tony Busby press conference and all that stuff. I hated it, but that, the ratings was going through the roof. People wanted to hear that shit, and you know that's the type of shit that they you know wanted to go with. So. You know, you can't be you I can't I couldn't really be mad at it because people was tuned in to hear what he had to say about Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Now we couldn't do that shit with a let's say let's say Brett Favre had a press conference. That shit wouldn't hit the same. Nobody man. would care. Man. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't think nobody would really care like that. I think you know, to me, I think you know, most I think most of the people that was complaining about the Brett Favre thing was was black. Mm-hmm. Which I understand because, you know, he I think he was allegedly stealing money from black folks from, um, I guess, uh, welfare or some shit. I ain't really look into the story like that, but I can see where it hits home for black folks to be like, damn, that's kind of fucked up. But if you work in media, man, you know how the game go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like we, a lot of the shit we talk about is, you know, we can't talk about the stuff we really want to talk about. You kind of got to go with the flow. Yeah. And it's a, you know, it's a, it's a process. I get a lot of people calling saying, hey, uh, why don't you guys talk about the uh, the North Shore football game that happened? It was a good <laughs> game. And it's like, yeah, we're a sports station, but that's not how it works, man. It's a it's a mm -hmm. company thing. We can't we can't have a full, you know, segment about high school football. Like unless it makes sense somehow. We, you know, that's not how it works. So, um. I, th I that's how I kind of looked at it. Yeah. Because it was another time where um I think it was a, a, a office lineman for the Seattle Seahawks. Remember he he beat the crap out of his wife who was a black woman. It was a white dude, he beat her up mm -hmm. and she looked real bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people was like, like "Oh, why, why we ain't talking cuz nobody knew who the fuck he was before that and shit then, happened, man." And then the thing is, he I think he ended up getting charged for it. He went to, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if he's in jail now, but he actually got in trouble for it. So what else is it to talk about? <laughs> so exactly. It's, it's like, not like he got away. If we talk about it's it more, not, the police will yeah, arrest him. Yeah, it's not like a Breonna Taylor situation where, mm -hmm. you know, you're trying to get justice. Like the dude, the dude got a mugshot. He's in trouble for it. What I mean, what else can Sports Center do? Look, they, and here's the truth, man, and here's the reason why, because it always comes to whataboutism. Yeah. It always comes to whenever a black athlete or a black person is in trouble, we want to, we, and I, I get where it comes from. Like, look, I understand how 
it you look at the news, it would seem like black people are always painted in a bad light. Yeah. And sometimes we do it to ourselves, unfortunately. But it, you just look at things and you and you just wonder naturally, like, would you cover this story the same way if this person was white? So yeah. I get where it comes from, but people just say this to d- kind of defend. The same shit happened with R. Kelly. I saw that a bunch of times. When yeah. the R. Kelly shit was going down, people kept asking, why is nobody talking about Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. I'm like, look, or, or Elvis. Yeah, or anybody. It's like, look, Harvey Weinstein, every single day of his trial was covered. Yeah. Y'all just not looking at it because it's not on fucking shade room, man. Yeah. <laughs> but if y'all look at actual news, yeah. you would see every single day of his court trial was publicized. You you heard witnesses, you heard the prosecution, you heard the defense. Everything was publicized. Same thing with Jeffrey Epstein, Lizane Maxwell. All this shit was out there. Yeah. People just keep bringing this up to defend like shitty black people. Yeah. And it's annoying, man, because <laughs> some of these people deserve no matter what, like R- what whatever they did, don't don't take away what fucking R. Kelly did. Yeah. Man. yeah. Or any scumbags that did some bullshit like they deserve to to be raked through the coals. Uh, like, look, what they did was fucked up, man. Yeah. And you can't always play it as. What if? What about this other white person? Why are we not talking shit? about this exactly, other person? Because they face justice too a lot of yeah. times. Yeah. So let, let's not be obtuse about that point, man. That's yeah. all I ask, dog. <laughs> Read actual news and don't just depend on say cheese and yeah. <laughs> and the shade room for your media intake because yeah. then you'll never see any white person in any news. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Shout out to say cheese, man. They they kind of be on it, man. Yeah, I don't like them, man. <laughs> really? <laughs> dog, they, they just be on I feel like they're one of the ones like just feeding misinformation because they post shit without no sources or links. Yeah. So whenever I, I see I, them post some shit, I'm like, is this even real? The, some of the stuff I like from them is the, um, the little shit that I probably wouldn't have never seen. Like just little random shit like, oh, this, you know, this person in Delaware... <laughs> Uh, called a blue fish and and all this other shit where I'm yeah. just like damn I never even seen that or something funny but um yeah man I don't know they, they taking over they taking over the world they, they like the, they like the DJ academics uh, um media at this point at this point like the new fucking media takeout all that shit man they taking over you, but yeah I don't, I don't like anybody who reports news with no sources. Yeah, I don't, and I feel like too many black news places do that <laughs> shit, dog. Real, I don't like you're it. a real journalist. That's why. <laughs> I just, I just want to know what I'm reading is true. I, I know, no, I respect <laughs> that. No, I like that. I like that. <laughs> like, dog, how, how many people? How many legit journalists have been tricked by ball sack sports? Yes, because they fucking put an infographic, and these niggas like Shannon Sharp goes on undisputed <laughs> and talks about it, and yeah. Stephen A. Smith talks about it. He's yeah. like, "Look, y'all are supposed to be trained journalists, <laughs> and you see a picture with they a caption a on, yeah, and you say, oh, well, this is true.' Yep. What the fuck? Y'all even look for a link? Y'all look for any source? Yeah, the story or nothing. It's insane, man. Yeah. So yeah, That's there's too cool. many people like that out there. Yeah. Um, Drunk says, what is that unlock sim thing y'all got in the top corner? Y'all got a sponsor? Well, Tab Tech Unlock is always a, the honorary sponsor of the podcast, man. That's mm-hmm. our boy, uh, Tab, got a service. Uh, check that out, tabtechunlocksim.com, I think it is. Yeah. But yeah, Tab been supporting the podcast. He's been a day one supporter 
So we support his business as well. Mm-hmm. And that's just how that works out. Yeah. But we are taking if, money. If you, if you know somebody with a business and want to advertise, yes. put their little um, symbol right there. Logo right there. Let let us know. We selling ad space. Our shit gonna look like a fucking soccer jersey. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we, gonna have, we gonna have MD Anderson. Yeah, we gonna have the Rock. We gonna have all the black people shit. Sponsored by Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for it, man. Yeah. Wow, we spent all that time on one time. <laughs> I know. We. <laughs> it's like two hours. I know. Fucking podcast. We gonna have to run through the rest of this shit, dog. I know, I know. Okay, uh, other things that happened this week. It's gonna be a fucking five-hour podcast, man. Yeah. Uh, other things that happened this week. Okay, so the baby has a new song out, and I guess he's kind of thirsty for attention because we ain't talk about him in a minute. That's exactly that's exactly what it was because he has a new song out where he alleges that he had a sexual relationship with Megan Thee Stallion before Tory Lanez. supposedly reportedly shot her yeah and yeah that's basically it he just had a song where he just says that yeah did you hear it yeah i did but play do you have a clip uh i was looking for it Uh, i heard the line i didn't hear the actual whole song yeah but i did i just heard that i ain't even go to the damn song i just i just heard it online and um that was it man yeah same here 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 we go let me play you play with me, that was childish. The day before she say the Tory Lane shot, I'm fucking on Megan the Stallion. Waited to say that on my next album. Hit it the day before too. But I kept it play, ain't say nothing about it. Had a pretty boy boyfriend tweeting me, ready to die out the like a coward. So how you gonna brag about how you kept it real and didn't say shit, but then say it on a song? Yeah. So it's bragging on your dick. Yeah, <laughs> like not cool at one point, then cool well, years why later. Why are dudes still bragging about who they smash? It's corny, man. I never did like that, man. I never did like that. I kind, I, I think I told this story before. How um, it was this girl I was messing with back in the day, and um, I ended up telling one of my home. I told one homeboy, and I'm like, yeah, I was, you know, she was at my house, blah 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 blah. And um, this was during the time. Remember back in the day where um. They had that like anonymous website where you could ask somebody questions. Mm-hmm. I think it was ask.fm or some shit where you could just um, click the link in their bio and um, somebody could ask anybody anything and you know, you don't know who it is. And somebody gonna say, so, hey, did you fuck um, Figgy? And I was just like, who? They asked the girl that I messed, messed with that. So I knew exactly who, who said that. So I'm like, this motherfucker going around. I'm like, it was kind of my fault. I'm like, I shouldn't have even said nothing. But the motherfucker going around pretty much telling people. I was just like, man, that's the corniest shit you mm-hmm. could possibly do, man. Like, you can tell me who you mess around with. I won't say a word. Yes. Like, I'm not saying anything. But I'm like, that's the corniest shit a, a nigga can do, man. No, it's true. I knew somebody who worked here that had a fucking big mouth, man. And I, I probably said some shit I shouldn't have because I didn't realize it until later. But it's like anybody who tells me way too much about somebody else's business yeah. and is a man, I just don't trust you, period. Dog. Yeah. When you tell me who other people are fucking, I just don't I, I, I don't trust you with any information at that point, man. Yeah. But the baby. Yeah. I mean, everybody, I think, was on the baby's side a little bit. To, to an extent, I mean, all the shit he said that got him supposedly canceled. He wasn't really canceled. He just kind of fell off. Yeah. But 
Yeah, it, like I don't understand what he stood to gain from this aside from getting talked about for a day on social media. Yeah. Like now you confirm you're never going to work with anybody in the industry really like that. I yeah. mean, because Megan Thee Stallion's Rock Nation, she's connected. Fucking if Jay want to put the clamps on you, he can. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't understand what divulging this information was supposed to do for him. Like, yeah. who cares? I know they yeah. fell out, presumably because he brought Tory Lanez out on his show on the same shit that Megan Thee Stallion was, and Tory Lanez got in trouble for that too. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't get it, man. It's just corny. I agree, drunk. It's just, it's just lame. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's just like yeah, he didn't even he didn't even like try to dress it up or yeah. drop a metaphor or a double entendre. He yeah. said straight up, I was fucking on Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, like damn, at least like fucking have us guessing who it was, it just, but yeah, it, it was silly, man. Yeah, it's just cool. I, I've never been a fan of that, and it show you that he's he needs some type of attention, man. Because uh, last time we talked about him, he didn't sell out a show. Or I think he sold like only seven hundred tickets, or something, something very low, where mm-hmm. he had to cancel the show. Yeah. So, um, and, and this is the part that I hate too, because now people are gonna point back at the oh they blackballed him, they blackballed him. He he couldn't have said a damn thing on that stage, man. I think it would have played out similar to this mm-hmm. because it's I, I felt like he was making the same shit anyway. Like we was already talking about how he ain't, you know, he ain't made nothing in a long time. That was good. And then the other shit happened, which, you know, the whole black ball thing. I think I think this is gonna happen anyway. But now he got an excuse to say, Oh yeah, they they tried to cancel me, they fucked me up, type thing. I mean, it's pop the only thing he lost is like mainstream attention outside of music. Yeah. Like if he got a good PR and publicist he could have been on commercials. He could have been like the Chance the Rapper thing. Yeah. Chance the Rapper was a lot. I don't think his music warranted the attention he got outside of it. Yeah. He was on Super Bowl commercials with Backstreet Boys and shit and all <laughs> this crazy stuff, man. Yeah. I think the baby could have been somewhere in there in the mix. He could have been doing commercials. He could have been doing mainstream stuff, maybe appeared in movies, but now he'll never get that because of yeah. what happened. Yeah. But I mean, music wise, as long as you, if you make hits, Chris Brown has proved this time and time again, R. Kelly too, back yep. in the day. If you make hits, that's all that People matters. People don't man. care. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you bringing it, you, you making hit music, People will look the other way, man. And we've seen it to the highest level. Yeah. R. Kelly and, you know, shit, even Chris Brown, because you still got the Rihanna picture. You know what I mean? Yep. To show what happened. Yep. And you know he he um he got he he got past that, and you know the mu- look man you got to make the good music man that's that's all that matters if you still making good music and you still putting up numbers, man they will keep rolling with you. <laughs> no, that's hundred percent true, man. Um, drunk asked a question. You say I see a lot of artists these days dropping albums with zero lead up. Is that the new wave? Yeah, it's been for a while. I think it's actually reverting back to artists actually doing a lead up now because yeah. I feel like before everybody just dropped an album with no kind of hype. Now yeah. they at least give you like a week warning. Yeah. Plus, but I got to say, cause Beyonce, I want to talk about this for a minute. Beyonce started the whole wave of surprise drop surprise album with the self titled. Yeah. But now like, look, 
at her latest album, man. That people was a are, nice long lead up. Yeah, but people are saying this is like the worst Beyonce rollout of all time. Really? Wise, yeah. Mm. Because think about it. It's been months, I feel. It feels like it's been months. When did she drop that album? At uh, the end of July, yeah. I want to say. So yeah. it's been a while, man. About two months. We still don't have any video. Mm. We still don't have any performance of the, any of these songs live. Mm. All we got was the, the album. used album. Yeah. So is she trying something new here? Like, I don't, I don't know if this is the new wave of not having anything to support your album outside of the album itself. Yeah, but what do you think about that, man? Do you what do you think Beyonce's strategy and Rock Nation strategy is with Beyonce here? Do you think she's gonna drop again, another album again, or yeah. just like at the end before the end of the year? It seems like she is. It seems like she is. I don't think she is. I, I I think it's probably gonna be next year around around the same time as the other album. But um, this is kind of bizarre. Like no video, no nothing. And, um, no tour announced. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure what's going on. Maybe. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure, man. That's that's kind of strange, especially being Beyonce, because she can make a all she got to do is announce the tour date. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's on maybe my timeline a little different, but I haven't really seen nobody really talking about the album no more. Yeah. And uh, I haven't really, I have, well, I haven't gone back to it since that yeah, week. Yeah, of course. But um, yeah, I, I hear, I hear the the uh, the one song, the the break my soul. Yeah. But outside of that, man, it seemed like it's you know I want to say it's a dud, but it seemed like it just came and went. <laughs> I mean, everything to an extent comes and goes these days, but I feel like Beyonce, with the time she took out, the way this was promoted as like her comeback. Yeah. Get the people moving album. I expected to hear Break My Soul in every commercial at this point to, to the point where I'm sick of it. Yeah. And I don't. Yeah. I ain't seen a video, nothing like, and I'm not a Beyonce huge fan, so I don't like, I don't really give that much of a shit, but it's just confusing to me. I'm just wondering what your take on it was because I don't know what their strategy is here, man. Part of me yeah. is wondering if Beyonce is okay. Like, did something happen? Like, mm. is there a reason why she hadn't dropped anything to support this new album, which is supposed to be so big and be her comeback, you know? So, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, that is weird. We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, Drunk says a buzz around Beyonce album pretty much gone. I think, yeah, except for, like, hardcore Beyonce fans. Yeah. Nobody and else talking about this and album. see, I don't really count them because every yeah. time you say, hey, like, ain't nobody really listening to Beyonce. Oh, I do. Yeah. Like, of course you do. Like, you, you, you're one of the hardcore fans. Mm-hmm. But I'm just talking about in general, uh, you know, just a music person. Like, I don't really hear, I don't really hear people saying, "Man, this Beyonce album still going." Yeah. Like we we seen this with a lot of albums where it was like, "Damn, I'm st- I'm still listening to Donda." Mm-hmm. Like people, a lot of people are still bringing up Donda for a minute. I I really don't hear this with you know. The Beyonce album, and to be fair, I ain't really hear that with Kendrick either. Yeah, I hear a lot of people say, "Hey, I'm still bumping that Kendrick." Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of came and went but too. Ken- but yeah, at least but he- Kendrick dropped videos. He did he a th- tour right after. Exactly. He's still doing a tour. Exactly. So that kind of kept it going a little mm-hmm. bit. So I, I understand that part. But Beyonce just dropped that album and went back in the house. Yeah, and I haven't <laughs> heard any. Like I've looked at people bringing this up about how this is the worst Beyonce album rollout. 
and I ain't heard one good defense. The only defense I see is, well, she's Beyonce. She, she got can kids. do whatever she wants. She busy. She I'm got like, kids. On, she got man. the family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's going to drop something soon. Well, fucking obviously, but it's been fucking months. Yeah. So you're going to wait until winter time to drop something for this summer album that yeah. was supposed to be the album of the summer. So yeah. it's very strange. I don't know what's going on with Beyonce, I man. I wonder, but, do uh, how did the I don't know how the sales went with this album, but do you think she might be satisfied with this with the outcome of this album or she might be a little disappointed? I mean, publicly I don't think she's ever gonna cop to caring about sales. But the fact but, that she went all out with the physicals and the vinyls and stuff like that, I would say at the very least the label expected more. Yeah, but see, I asked that because I'm curious if let's say the album did amazing. Let's say mm-hmm. she went platinum first week and it's still going, it's still going. I'm sure she would capitalize off of that and say, That's "Hey, true. let's get a tour going. Let me let's drop the video. I know she got some videos ready in mm-hmm. the tub, but they, you know, she ain't drop them yet. But I'm kind of curious if she even, you know, is she kind of disappointed? Is she feel like it's a flop or she like, "Fuck it, out, you know." <laughs> I worry about it later. Jay, <laughs> Jay, Jay told her, he was like, I went through this with Blueprint too, okay? You're just going <laughs> to pretend like it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with Beyonce, man. It's interesting, um, and I, I've seen it being picked up on more and more, even by the Beehive. Yeah, People are asking what the fuck is going on with Beyonce, so mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Um, so other things that happened this week, oh, you got to talk about this Kanye clip, man. So Kanye, uh, ended his partnership with the gap. He terminated it. Apparently he's still trying to get out of the shit with Adidas. Um, there's all kinds of controversy about it. And, um, uh, and it's weird stuff because I guess he leaked a, uh, the terms of him terminating his deal. And basically they said like he couldn't do anything. He can't release shoes with Yeezy. He can't do anything with the Yeezy brand because they own it. And he terminated the contract early. So it seemed like he was very restricted in what he can do fashion wise in the future. But he did say he got lawyers and they're going to look into it. I don't know. He had a very weird voice in his interview, by the way, that white people voice he uses when. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he also admitted that Sway might have had the answers. Let's listen to what he actually said in this Good Morning America clip. Recently turned to the tool of Twitter to post the termination of his Yeezy brand collaboration with Gap as he remains in an ongoing legal battle with Adidas. How do you move forward now in the fashion industry when they're saying you can't even not only show Yeezy products, but anything bearing that likeness? Oh, we got some new lawyers. (laughs) We really had to level up and show them, really show them who's, you know, who's the new boss in town. He now plans to sell the Yeezy brand directly to consumers, something he argued about with radio host Sway back in 2013. Or why don't you empower yourself and don't need them and do it yourself? How, Sway? Take a few steps back to go. You ain't got the answers, man. So Sway, almost 10 years ago, said, man, why don't you do it on your own? Was he right? You know what? I will go ahead and say Sway had the answer. I know people are going to be like, no. Recently turned to the tool of Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So he admitted 10 years later that Sway was right. 
I never understood why Sway got clowned there, man. Because what he was saying made sense to me. Yeah, yeah. And that was 10 years ago. Yes. And to me, anybody, like right now, all we say is, hey, you got the money. Why don't you start to do it your own? Mm -hmm. Do it yourself type thing. That make that make a whole bunch of sense. We we talk about that with music. We talk about that with clothes and fashion and all this other stuff. So I I I guess it was just a funny clip, but I don't understand why he you know he was the butt of the joke right there. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, John, did you not hear the audio? I thought we were playing the audio. I heard it in my headphones, mm. but we had the audio playing on that tweet. But my bad if you didn't hear it. But mm. basically, it was just Kanye talking about how. You know, he's terminating the deal with Adidas and Gap. And, you know, she brought up the fact that he argued with Sway. And then he admits now that Sway had the answers about starting it on his own and not begging for approval and acceptance from these established fashion brands. So, yeah, I mean, it made sense then. It makes sense now. But I understand why Sway got clowned for that shit, because I felt like he was speaking facts, man. I mean, I understand when people say, like, not everybody can say, I hate when people say, you know, any artist out there, independent or otherwise, oh, why, why you need a label? There yeah. are reasons why you need a music label. It's, 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 uh, you got pros and cons to everything, Exactly. Man. Because some people are fine with being signed to a label because you don't have to do as much. It's Look, man, being independent, I know it sounds cool and all that stuff. But you got to put in a lot of work, man. Every Like, just think of everything. Like, this podcast right here is an independent podcast. Mm-hmm. We do everything. Like, everything you see is me or you. Mm-hmm. We don't have a social media person. We the social media people. Yes. We don't have a graphics designer because I do the graphics design shit. Everything, like... Just as an artist, you gotta. You first of all, if if you independent, you gotta have some type of little of a team, and you know you might have to pay them. It shit might have to come out of your pocket to get this this artwork done. You gotta pay for the beats. You gotta pay for the studio. To all that other stuff, like you gotta do it yourself. If you have a label, they might cover most of that stuff. They might, you know, it might come out of your your budget, but. At least you got a budget from them and you could pay for the studio. You could get the studio time. You got the connections. And that's the other thing about the labels. They had connections. So if you want to feature from this person, they could get that to you easier than just being an independent artist. So, yeah, it's, it's pros and cons. Like some people like it independent where, you know, you get your money, you get more, you get more of the cut than you would at a label. Mm-hmm. But some people like the, you know, the label life where, you know, you just do the music and you you got enough money, you cool, you're not complaining, and that's it. So, you know, I, I was never one of those people to say, oh, just stick independent. Just stick independent is hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and you know, like this podcast, doing this podcast like this is hard. Mm-hmm. Like if I can, you know, if we can, you know, find the right situation for us. Where we can both get paid and be happy. What up, Barstool? Holla at us, man. I know. <laughs> Title, whoever. Yeah. Like, I would be I would be fine with that. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, no, we got to be independent. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people look at the word independent like, yeah, that's something. Independent don't mean shit if you ain't making no money. Yep. So if you could tell me I can make 100 grand a year just doing this, I'm perfectly fine with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I'm fine with that. Nah, 100%, dog. 
Yeah. Uh, my our bad about the audio. Uh, I, I'm I'm hearing it fine on my headphones. I guess it's not playing on it the might, stream. It might have been. Um, maybe it was a. Um, yeah, maybe it was a damn. Um, it could have been a copyright or something because they'd be weird about this shit. Yeah, I don't know. That's strange. Um, yeah, I don't know. We heard it fine, but uh, sorry about that. It'll be on the audio version of the podcast, so that's an incentive for y'all to listen to it all over again. Yeah. Okay, to see what you miss. But our bad. YouTube be acting funny, man. Like fucking, we trying to do this Twitch and YouTube stream thing, but they fucking cracking down this fucking copyright bullshit, man. It's pretty annoying. Yeah. But uh, so sorry about that. If y'all couldn't hear the audio, that's that's weak. But whatever. Yeah. Y'all go to title and we got to play break. Hey, I'll be down for it, man. I would play. I mean, we could break down the Beyonce we album already, again. Yeah, we already <laughs> do Jay Z medleys for free. Yeah. So <laughs> if we get paid for it, definitely we gonna. Yeah, uh, ratchet that up. So, <laughs> like this album ain't that bad after all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, we got to revisit our, our our all our Jay Z and Beyonce ratings. Yeah. Um, drunk asked, do y'all think Yeezys would have blew up as big as they are without a major brand behind it? Uh, I, I think it, yes. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like Adidas adds something to Yeezy definitely. Yeah, but I feel like Yeezy been putting out bullshit for a minute that that sold and had yeah. no name brand to it. Yeah, I think I I feel like Adidas let Kanye do whatever he mm-hmm. want. So I think that was the free. I don't I don't think Nike would have did that. I think Nike kind of had some restrictions a little bit, but uh, Adidas just kind of let him do whatever, and um, and that shit still sold. So um, I think if he would have did it on his own, early, uh, let's say it was 10 years ago, I don't know if uh, uh, Yeezy would be as big as it is yeah. right now. But definitely if he do it on his own now, it's, you know, shit, fuck Nike. Fuck all that shit. Mm-hmm. I think it I think it'll definitely sell. I think it'll sell, but I think quality will dip definitely because we know yeah. what Kanye does when he puts stuff out himself, like all his tour merch. We found out he was charging like, Fucking a uh, hundred fifty for some T shirts on Gildan, yeah, yeah, and they still have the Gildan tag on it, yeah. So it's like, okay, man. So I think the quality, if he puts out his own shoes independently, I think the quality will fucking degrade by a whole lot, yeah. Because Adidas does have standards when it comes to this shit, yeah. And Kanye necessarily don't. He just wants shit that looks fly. I don't think he really cares about the durability of his shoes that yeah. much. Yeah. So I don't. I'll be worried about that. But yeah, man, I don't know. I mean, good for him for capitalizing on his brand finally and doing something, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I think, <laughs> nothing else to say. I'm kind of curious. I, I I feel. I wonder if another uh, company would try to take in um, Yeezys because you know he he was at Nike. I wouldn't be surprised if Nike tried to make a run at Kanye again. But he had Nike. You had Adidas. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wonder if another company, Reebok or something like that, would be like, hey, mm-hmm. we'll let you have this shit and just do whatever you want. I wonder if another another uh, company like that would make him an offer or he's just going to stick and stay independent. Yeah. I mean, I feel like at this point, I think he's kind of blackballed from those kind of labels. I don't want to say blackballed as in, you know, like you'll never work, but. I think kind of like the Antonio most, Brown treatment. Exactly. A bit. They, he's too much of a headache yeah. to work with now, I feel. Yeah. So I feel like the fact that the gap in Adidas couldn't work with him 
I don't think anybody else going to be like, hey, we'll work with Kanye. We'll do whatever you want because they don't they what that entails is just too much for any major corporation to deal with. Yeah. So I don't know, man, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Tab says all the real hustlers like my favorite rapper, Young Dolph, go independent. You know, I, to be fair, a lot of rappers have been fake independent that we know of that we thought were independent, man. A lot of rappers have like publishing deals, all, all stuff that you want to. It depends on your definition of independent. Yeah. Everybody needs some help I, in some areas. I, I think it's smart. A look, uh, like I think it's smart to, you know, go corporate if if needed, because look mm-hmm. at the look at uh, not title, but look at ver- the uh, versus mm-hmm. that was completely independent when it started. Yeah. And you know they end up getting a big bag for for it. And by the way, they end up settling that lawsuit too. Mm-hmm. So I think they I don't know how much they settled for, but they end up squaring that away. But that was just something awesome, you know, IG type shit. And they end up getting you know fifty million or whatever the price was. I think that's kind of smart. I think it wouldn't have been smart if they decided to keep it independent because they wouldn't have got that fifty mil. And you you see where versus is going now, so it's kind of taking a, a, a big dip. So they you know they capitalized and got you know fifty mil off of something they was doing for free. Yeah, on IG. So I no, think the, I mean the idea is always to hustle your way into that deal. Yeah, you know that happens with podcasts too, like uh, Gilly the Kid and uh, what's his name who got the million dollars worth of game podcast. Yeah, that started off as independent. They were just putting that together. Yeah. Got bought up by Barstool, and now I do a Barstool. Like, mm-hmm. same thing with a lot of rappers now. They start with an independent movement, they yeah. get offered the bag, and they take it. Yeah. But it always, everybody starts independent. I mean, there's very few people that start with the backing of the label already yeah. when they're coming out the gate. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, eventually you will get to a point where it's just too much work to remain independent, usually. Yeah. Some people can manage it, some people can't. Yeah. So it depends on how big you want to get and how big you see yourself getting. Yeah. But, like I, I wouldn't mind staying independent for this podcast if we was bringing in a lot of money, mm-hmm. and you know we actually had enough money to pay workers to you know edit videos and upload the podcast and create graphics and you know clips and stuff like that. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind it at that point. But you know if you if you told me somebody came in here and said, "Hey, we love your podcast." We'll pay you, you know, this amount, you know, and that will take care of your families for a long time. Like, I'm going to roll with that at this point, man. I can't, you know, I I, I want to be smart and try to, you know, because I feel like we are content creators. Mm-hmm. If if this don't work out how, how we thought it was going to work out, we could create something else. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think it's, you know, I think it's all about being smart. And, you know, try to get that money, capitalize with that money and branch off and do something else. No, I agree. I agree 100 percent, man. I mean, every case is different for everybody. So that's just how it is. Drunk says Pujols just hit home run number 700. Good for him. (laughs) I don't care too much because he always cooked the Astros. Yeah, I was just about to say, how you feel about uh, Pujols? I ain't really care about him because I'm from Cleveland. I don't care for him. Like, good for him. I mean, he's played so fucking long, man. Yeah. Like, I feel like I was long fucking, I was a baby when he was the first in the league, and now he's fucking still playing. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, good for him, but, I mean, I'm an Astros fan, so I don't really care for him. He's cooked us way too many times. 
He's kind of like the uh, what's his name, uh, that Colts receiver who always cooks oh, us too. T.Y. Hilton. Hilton, yeah, yeah. <laughs> T.I. Hilton for the Astros. So, yeah, good for him, but I don't really care. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, drunk from St. Louis. So yeah. That's why. Okay. Shout out yeah. to St. Louis, man. Shout out. Shout out, man. Taps that somebody offered him one million for his business, he'd sell it. Hell yeah, man! Get you a yeah. Lamborghini truck. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. Um, other things that happened. Oh yeah, well the last current event thing that we saw, um, Taylor Swift turned down the Super Bowl. Uh, apparently, oh yeah, it was announced today that uh, instead of Pepsi doing a halftime show, it is going to be Apple Music. Mm, and that's I, interesting. Yeah. They announced that today, and it also was rumored that Taylor Swift was going to do the Taylor the Taylor Swift the, the halftime show for the Super Bowl next year, but apparently she turned it down. Apparently, uh, she is saying that it's not going to happen until she's finished re- re-recording her first six albums, presumably because she does not want her old uh, label to get revenue from the songs she performs on the Super Bowl stage. Yeah. So I don't know how long that'll take, but until then, apparently she is not doing Super Bowl halftime show. And we're talking about this. I'm kind of surprised she hasn't done it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And, um, you know, I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan. Mm-hmm. So when I heard that she was going to do the halftime show, I was just like, what? Like, Oh, come on, man. But then I thought about it. I'm like, that actually make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. She's she's kind of in that same category of a Bruno Mars, um, the Katy Perry's, the Lady Gaga's, like I, I, I look every time I see her perform, she always put on a, a good performance. So I could see her doing the halftime show. I surprised she didn't. I surprised it took this long. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I had nothing to say about that else. Uh, yeah, we gotta I want, ask our. I'm kind of curious because if this is a, a Apple Music production. I'm kind of curious of who, I guess who on the um, I I guess who's next in line. Maybe somebody else that's kind of in that same. Yeah, group. I feel like they're not gonna do rap two times in a row. Oh, so it hell definitely no. won't be no damn rappers. Hell no. <laughs> that that was probably a once in every ten year type event. Maybe I wouldn't be surprised if it was somebody like Bad Bunny. And because he been kind of getting a lot of, uh, he one of the hottest artists out here he right is, now. He is, but I feel like the Super Bowl always skews towards artists who are who have older hits. Mm, that's and true. T- and Taylor Swift now is like, look, if you're a Taylor Swift fan back in the day, you're a grown adult now. Mm. You know, she's been around for 10, 15 years. Yeah. But Bad Bunny is still fairly new, especially in terms of like mainstream, mainstream success. Yeah. I don't think he's there yet to where he could do a Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, he would know. He kind of too new. Exactly. Yeah. yeah but no, he would definitely that. eventually do one. Yeah. But I don't think he would do it now. Um, but who else would do it that hasn't done it? I don't know, man. I feel like yeah. there, there's not too many stars they go, they out there. They're going to have to circle back to the Bruno Mars. Yeah, maybe a Beyonce. <laughs> <Silk> Sonic. <laughs> Rihanna, that would be crazy. But I don't think she's uh, going to perform. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, so my wife, not too long ago, she like, oh, um, um, Rihanna got some music coming out, and I'm like, wait, what? Because when my wife break news to me, I feel offended because I'm like, how didn't I see this? Because mm-hmm. she not into the entertainment news like that. 
And I'm like, where, where you see that at? Oh, they showed her um, going in the studio. I'm like, look, sweetie, she's been going in the studio for like 15 yes, years, man. Yes. <laughs> she's the new Dr. She, Dre detox. I, that's exactly <laughs> why I broke up. I'm like, this is the same thing as Dr. Dre. Every time you see Dr. Dre in the studio, don't hold your breath on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, that's look, I'm like, don't don't hold your breath for a Rihanna song or album. Like she she been doing this since the anti uh, the anti album that was yes. her last album yes since the anti album you've been seeing her in and out the studio so <laughs> yeah and when it dry, I don't believe it exists until I see it and hear it yeah now, I don't care what gets announced I don't get, care what gets rumored until I hear it with my own ears oh, I won't believe and she then she and then she out. going in and out the studio with ASAP Rocky yeah so that could be for his album exactly and it probably <laughs> is I mean yeah. he's been doing definitely been more active in music now yeah so. it's definitely like why do she, let me ask, why do she need an album right now all she the don't. shit all the shit she got going on Fendi making a billion dollars you heard Jay Z mm-hmm. said it. Why? Why does she need to? Uh, you know, she had one of the best albums yeah. probably in her career. What, she? She's. I don't think she's going to top that. So why do she need to? You know, why? Why is she pressured to drop an album at this point? I mean, I feel like, especially as a young artist, you own you have a shelf life naturally. Yeah. And every year she don't put out an album is a year that shelf life being used up. Yeah. So I feel like eventually, I mean, she can't be 40 years old before she drops her next album, man. Yeah. Like she's got to drop, she's got to take advantage of her youth and everything she's got going on, I feel. And it drops something at some point. Yeah. She don't have, I mean, technically she don't have to do anything, but I feel like, especially as a pop star, like I said, you have a shelf life in this game, man. Yeah. Nobody want to hear Madonna albums no more, really. Yeah. She's 60 years old now. Yeah. So, I mean, there's going to be a new Rihanna in, in about 10 years or so, and we will, people will forget. Yeah. So. And she she only 34, man. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't think, damn. <laughs> I mean, she's getting, I mean, that's one year younger than me, man, and I yeah. feel old sometimes. So. Yeah, she a couple months older than me. Yeah. Damn. So. Yeah, I don't know if she... I don't even know if she motivated to... I wouldn't be motivated to drop any music. Or not... I'd probably drop a song. Mm-hmm. A song I got in the vault or something. But I'm not motivated and feel pressure to top the anti-album. Yeah. Especially with all the other shit I got going on. So, I don't know. Maybe she's yeah. dumb, but I don't I don't think she's fully done with music yet. But I don't know. At this yeah. point, it's been so long. She helping ASAP Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean... <laughs> I can't I can't remember the last artist who took a really long layoff and came out with a great album. Kendrick yeah. obviously I, th- I mean he had a good album. But I, yeah, I think the only person or well, hip hop wise, I would probably say um um shit, what the fuck is his name? Um the dude that made the the album with Jay-Z. The um uh, Jay Electronica? Yeah, that was probably the closest where it's just like, all right, this That not- was disappointing compared to how long we fucking waited, man. <laughs> So no, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm a Jay Electronica fan, but in terms of the wait was was like 15 fucking years. <laughs> no, it was not worth it. I have to say, man, it was just too long th- of a wait. I thought it was alright. I thought the album was alright. That album was good. It was a good album, yeah. but the wait was just too long, man. Like that. Yeah. That was just too long. Nothing could match. <laughs> the same thing with Black Star too. 
Yeah. Black Star 2 is a good album. People still haven't heard it because it's not on a real streaming app. But yeah. nothing can... The 15, 20 years to wait for an album is just too long no matter what. Yeah. And nothing can make that better and nothing can live up to that. Yeah. And if Rihanna ain't careful, she gonna reach that territory where it's like no matter what she puts out, it's yeah. not gonna be worth waiting ten years for the next album. Yeah, like at this point, I wouldn't even. I would probably just do some features, or you know, help out my uh, ASAP Rocky or something. But at that point, I'm like, I'm not. You know, I I know I can't top that last album. Yeah. So I might as well just ride off in the sunset. That's <laughs> retire after the championship. Uh, pull a Jordan. Yeah, could be. <laughs> Junk says, I think Rihanna low-key hates making music. Fashion maybe has always been her true love. One song for 15 years. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, oh, you yeah. talking about Jay Electronica? Jay Electronica. Yeah, I know, right? That's well, wild, like man. <laughs> Dog, I think he had that song when I was in high school, man. Yeah. I think I might have been in high school or shortly after high school. And he just dropped the album. I think it was, it was during the pandemic. I want to yeah, say, yeah, no, it was, and I didn't. That's I didn't, crazy. I didn't believe it until I heard it. Same <laughs> Cause thing. Because I think I told you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was actually coming with Jay Z too. That felt like a dream. Yeah, like no way a Jay Electronica with Jay Z album. And I listen when I listened to the first song. I'm like, oh shit, Jay Z kicked the album off. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh shit. And then like three or four songs, it was still Jay Z. I'm like, what the fuck? Yep. Like, is this a collab <laughs> album? <laughs> That's crazy, man. It is, man. And I remember <laughs> when I first heard Jay Electronica back in like I want to say like 2012. It, <laughs> it's so yeah. fucking long. I was in college. I don't think I was in Austin at the time. <laughs> I was talking about my homeboy who was a hip hop head. Worked at Best Buy, and we we're talking about Jay Electronica. This amazing <laughs> new rapper who's gonna drop an album and destroy the game. <laughs> And we waited 20 fucking years, (laughs) like damn near, for that damn album, man. So, yeah, (laughs) it was was ridiculous, dog. Yeah. Um, Junk also says, speaking of performances, I watched Rolling Loud New York off and on. All performances were mid except Lil TJ. Moneybag Yo performance was extremely mid for who he is. Yeah, performing is dead, man. Well, let, let's just admit that because I've yeah. been looking at those Rolling Loud stuff too, and every every time I see even like the supposed good performance, like Playboy Cardi, yeah, they're ass, man. Yeah, and, and here's the one thing I hate that people do now It's not even the whole reference track playing in the background. <laughs> Niggas don't even rap the songs no more, man. Yeah, they don't even rap to their own shit no more. They just especially if it's a big song yeah and I just saw Lucky I talk about Lucky's album I like the album he does his shit too Damn. he just sits there and lets the crowd rap yeah XXXTentacion did that shit he didn't yeah. perform anything man he yeah. just sat there I never and let did people like that. rap along yeah. it was ridiculous man so yeah performing yeah. I would say is at an all time low yeah. in hip hop right now yeah and I realized that too because uh, a couple of weeks ago I actually got tickets to um, well I uh, I got them from the job but um, I went to go see Lady Gaga. Okay. So I'm like fucking I ain't doing nothing tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so babe, let's go. And uh, we went and I forgot how much of a performer she was. Yeah, she put on the show. Man. It was a lot going on where I was just like, oh shit! Like I was actually like like and I realized. 
how much songs I knew from Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Like she kicked it off with um, Bad Romance, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh shit! I'm like, so we stood up for for the good portion of it, and then once she got into the new shit, I ain't know the new shit because I ain't I ain't been listening to her. But I'm like, damn, like she actually she actually singing too. Like it was no reference track in the back or anything mm-hmm. like that. She was um, twisting up the words and putting Houston in it and mm-hmm. Texas and and she was like, "Yeah, hey, put your fucking ass up and singing." She was doing her thing. I'm like, "Damn, I, it's hard for me to try to go to a hip hop show, man. Mm-hmm. Like, if I go, I gotta, you know." I got to be off to the side. I, I can't go to a big ass festival or anything like yeah. that. It's just, it's not the same. I'm going to get irritated. So, yeah. It has to, I would only pay for a rap show if it was somebody I knew who was a good performer or at least pretty yeah. good. Somebody let, to me, I would, I would pay if it was somebody legend, like a Scarface. Yeah. I never been to a Scarface show. If he ever do, do, uh, do another show, I would be like, fuck it, I'll pay for it. Mm-hmm. Just to, you know, so I could say, hey, I've been to a Scarface concert. But anybody else, man, it's just like, man, fuck it. Nah, nah, it's it's not worth it. Yeah, I was thinking about the Nas and Wu-Tang show, but then I saw Method Man was going to do it. I'm like, okay, nah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I seen Nas. Look, you can't have a, Method, a Wu-Tang show without Method Man, dog. I'm he sorry. Is, man, he is uh, Wu-Tang, man, so in my opinion. Hardcore people will fucking argue, but he is no. Man. He's the face of Wu Tang. He is the he face. Carry, he carried he Wu Tang for a long time. Yeah, even towards the end, where all of the main ones everybody always bring up wasn't even on the yes. songs. He carried like I think the last album they put out. He fucking carried that album. Yes, and I would <laughs> say he's the best performer out of all of them. Him, yeah. Like I seen a solo Method Man show. Him and uh, one of his dudes. It wasn't a Wu Tang guy. Another guy, but like, was it Red no, Man? No, nah, it wasn't. No, nah, definitely wasn't Red Man. Um, but nah, he puts on a great show, man. Yeah, like he's doing crazy shit. He's really getting into it. No reference check, of course. And I think he's the best performer out of everybody in Wu Tang. Yeah. So for him, he announced like there was some other shit going on. I guess he just didn't have the like. He's got movies and shit. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not gonna go see a Nas is great. I'll pay to see Nas. And yeah. maybe, but just uh, the Wu Tang without Method Man. Yeah. How are you gonna perform Method? You, you can't have a Wu Tang song that's, and not perform Method Man. That's like Kool Aid <laughs> with no sugar, man. <laughs> Peanut butter with no jelly. Dog, these niggas gonna be rapping Method Man song without Method yeah. Man. That's one of the most iconic songs in Wu Tang discography. Yeah. You cannot have a Wu Tang show without the <laughs> Method Man song. Yeah. With the intro, the RZA, the Jizza, Old Dirty Bastard, Inspector Deck, Raekwon, the Chef, and M-E-T-H-O-D, not, He man. can't not yeah. have that, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm just getting pissed now. Yeah. About the sad state of rap performing in 2022. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so, let's let's just end this by skimming some things that we didn't react to yet. Um, there's uh, some storylines that happened this past couple of weeks that we got to touch on at least a little bit. Um, PNB Rock, man, was a big story, of course. So everybody probably heard of it by now. PNB Rock is an artist, was an artist, um, was killed in a Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in LA um, while he was eating dinner with his girl. 
Uh, this has spawned a whole lot of discussion on social media, check-in culture, uh, why you don't go certain places, LA's yeah. hot. Uh, Jay Prince chimed in as well. The, the Every, girl is um, the girl, the girl set killed. him up because yeah. she took a picture on Instagram and yeah. it had the location and blah blah blah. I mean, there's been a whole lot of talk, uh, so I'm not going to tread all over that, but I'm just going to get your general feeling about it, man. How do you feel about the death of first of all? Were you a fan of PNB Rock? And how do you feel about the conversation about his death since it happened? I, uh, I was not a fan of PNB Rock, like. I never really cared for his music like that. He kind of, to me, he was kind of in the category of a Lil Uzi mm-hmm. a little bit. So, you know, I, it didn't really click with me. But, um, it, uh, of course, it was very unfortunate. Uh, L.A. is on fire right now. It, it seemed like a lot is going on. I know we say that about everywhere. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like a, a lot of people in L.A. keep saying, don't come to L.A., mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, it's a reason why they're saying that. And um, it's very unfortunate. I th- I thought it was nasty how people was, you know, blaming the girl. Like, the, you know how many people take pictures on Instagram? Like, I just don't, like, I don't think she had, if, if she set if she set that man up, they would have found out by now. It would have been some type of phone number or some type of Instagram exchange saying, hey, we going to be here or you know, I just hate that we go we go back to the Twitter detectives mm-hmm. just saying all this bullshit. I just, I just hate that. I kind of felt bad for her because don't nobody want to go through that. Let's see, and um, the worst part too was I actually ran across the video by mistake, mm-hmm. and video was horrific. And I'm just like, damn, how like wh- what in somebody's right mind, you know? want to record somebody sitting there dying like that so it was it was rough man i feel bad for him prayers to his family and this girl yeah yeah i mean that's all i really have to say as well like a sad situation all around um i just got sick really quickly of people blaming everybody but the niggas who killed him man yeah like that's that what really like the fact that we should just accept things like this just happen yeah. you know I don't care how many chains he had on. I don't care about the fancy car unless he was like legit starting shit somewhere where he shouldn't have been. Yeah. I just don't see any defending a man getting robbed and killed for what he had yeah. in the hood, man. Like, look, it, it was just fucking, it, it was sad, man. And there's a whole lot of discussion going on about the fucking check-in shit and blah, blah. I don't, I don't really care to get into that right now. It's yeah. just sad, man. I don't think we should ever normalize people getting robbed and killed, yeah. especially black people terrorizing each other like that, man. I don't yeah. think it should ever be normalized. I don't think we should ever just say that's just how it is. Yeah. Like, look, man, if the music got to go because of it, the music got to go. That's where I'm at with it now. Like, fuck yeah. all this shit, dog. Yeah. Uh, no, black. we should not have to fear each other going into different states or cities or whatever, man. It should not yeah. be like that. So I, I just don't like it. Yeah, it's crazy because, like you said, um, Nobody mentioned anything about the person who killed him. Mm-hmm. Every everybody making excuses, saying, "Oh, why would he wear his chain?" And he should have just gave the chain up. He should have did this. Why is this girl there? Why he ain't got this? Where's the security? He should have been this. Should have been that. Why you walking around flashy? Like no, like he like I don't know. It's just crazy, man. Like it's wild how people looking at everything else but the guy trying to you know. 
kill, uh, pretty much rob and kill him. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's sad, man. Like I'm not look me. I don't like to walk around looking all flashy either, but I should still be able to wear you know a, a chain or something. Like it shouldn't be like I should get blamed for my death because I wore a gold chain or something. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just very unfortunate, man. It's it's really sad seeing these people, you know, get killed like that. No, it is, man. And the conversation just gets corny quick with all these OGs normalizing it. Like, y'all are supposed to be calling out the people doing this shit. Like, let's have yeah. the rappers, all the people who suddenly want to be nonviolence. We need y'all to speak up whenever shit like this happens. And don't say he shouldn't have been doing this or be he careful He shouldn't have been over there. there. Yeah, nah, denounce all this shit. Where's 21 Savage's fucking statement? I didn't see anything by him. Maybe he did say something. I don't know. But <laughs> I don't see everybody who just called for the end of the violence, man. This is some bullshit. It's going on too long. And we shouldn't have to just accept it like it's just a way of life. Yeah. I just don't want to accept it's, that, man. Unfortunately, and it's crazy because you know we had this conversation on this podcast many times, mm-hmm. and um, we thought it was going to get a little better after the Nipsey. Yeah, but it, it got worse, mm-hmm. man. Is you could argue say it's worse. He might have been the biggest artist that was killed, but this you know it have not stopped since. Yeah, and yeah. it's actually getting normalized. Where I'm just like, damn. Like, it's not even hitting me as much now. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was familiar with this guy. I wasn't, a, you know, a fan of none, but I was familiar with When I seen that, I'm like, oh, man. So it's, it's kind of getting normalized to the point where, you know, now people saying, you know, don't wear your chain around in L.A. or stop going to L.A. Like, we shouldn't be blaming this man for being mm-hmm. in L.A., <laughs> being at a chicken and waffles. He wasn't, like, it'd be one thing if he was... And uh, went to O Block or some shit, <laughs> yeah. and trying to talk shit. Mm-hmm. This man went to uh, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, so I just I don't know. I just don't I just don't get that man. Yeah, nah, it's lame shit, man. And, and, and yeah, there's just this the normalization of it is just something I'm tired of. And like I said, I, I'm willing to cut bait with everything involved at this point. Like fucking, if drill music got to go, it got to go, man. Like fucking, I, I just don't like this normalization of black death, especially over some goofy shit like this. But yeah, I think it, it is. I think it's people trying to be fake hard. Yeah. Like trying to trying to be a fake ass Cameron and pay the fool. Mm-hmm. Try to be like, oh niggas get shot every day. Yeah. And you know, that's that's not right, man. That's not right. No, I agree. So rest in peace and of course thoughts with all his family and everybody. It's just a sad situation, man. Man was young. And uh, did not deserve that for fucking just having a chain or whatever he had on. So yeah. ridiculous, but fuck it. Yeah. Um. Other things that happened. Oh yeah, we got to talk about fucking Chloe Bailey, <laughs> uh, the new Little Mermaid. Um. <laughs> did, have you seen all the reaction to her and this being Black Girl Magic, and we got to support this like we did Black Panther because it's gonna yeah. be like the next big black movie. And we got to make the racist mad by going to see this multi-million dollar Disney movie. All the execs are white. <laughs> yeah. Cashing in this on is, a one black yeah. person in a white movie. This is for black folks, guys. We yeah. got to support our own. <laughs> How do you feel about the Chloe Bailey uh, Little Mermaid drama? I never watched Little Mermaid a day in my life. Yeah. So I, 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 I ain't got no kids. 
So I'm not about to go see this movie, man. Look, I look, I'm not ashamed of, you know, watching cartoons or all this other shit. I'm this ain't for me, man. I never watched it as a kid. I ain't even know. I mean, I knew Little Mermaid, but I don't know anything about Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. I don't know her name. <laughs> I don't know the characters in there. I never really cared for it, man. So uh, I I let y'all have this one. <laughs> I've seen Little Mermaid way too many times, unfortunately, because my mother and my sister love that movie, especially my mother. So I know they' about to go see it. Then. Oh yes, they definitely will, <laughs> and they're gonna take my niece and probably my nephews too. Um, we even had the Sega Genesis game. I remember that we game. We had the game. I knew, I knew somebody that had that game and yeah. played that game. It was actually one of the easier games because we actually beat it. Mm. And back in the day, games were hard as fuck to beat. I don't man. think I ever beat a game from back. The only game I did hard. beat, I beat, I beat a Zelda game. Yeah, but it was a couple other games I never beat. I don't think I ever beat a Mario game. Mario's hard. There was, uh, any game based on a movie was hard for some reason, man. We yeah. had the Lion King movie. That game is fucking hard, dog. <laughs> I can ne- I probably couldn't beat that today. Damn. Like, and, and even as a kid, did, it was super hard. So I, I had. The, did you have the Toy Story? Yes, game? that game was that impossible. Game was, that game was insane, yes. man. Because it like it, one thing I appreciate appreciate about these games now. You can save your process mm-hmm. and you can try again, but. These games, you got to sit there and beat it in one yes. day. Yes. <laughs> oh, you got like, no, what they had, they had a long ass passcode that you had to write down. And if you got one letter wrong, it wouldn't work. I don't so even remember that. They man. Had, a lot of games had Damn. a passcode system, but they had like a bunch of numbers and letters you had to remember, you had to write down. Damn. And luckily, if you were lucky, you had a fucking cheat book where you could just skip to the level, yeah. skip to the end of the game. <laughs> but otherwise, you had to write it down. If you got like a zero and an O wrong or some shit, it wouldn't work and you're fucked. So, Damn, man. Yeah. Hard yeah, times, that, man. These kids don't know how yeah. easy they got it. Uh, that Toy Story game was hard as fuck. Every Disney game was hard <laughs> as fuck, man. Aladdin was hard as shit. Lion King was fucking impossible. Toy Story was hard as fuck. Any Disney game, you knew you weren't going to beat it. <laughs> You're like, let me see what the graphics look like. I'll, I'll play the stage three, maybe. Yeah. And I know I'm fucked. Yeah, you'll get to like stage four. Maybe on a good day, you'll be at like stage five. Yep, I never got this far on yeah. your last life and you yep. immediately and die. Yep, and you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and you fuck up and that's it. I go all the way to the beginning. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Shit's rough, man. Yeah. Uh, so about this fucking Little Mermaid movie, I don't care about it. Um, and low key, look, I'm straight up starting to feel like corporations are taking advantage of, ooh, the racists are mad. Oh, like at this point, it's blatant, man. Yeah. Because with this Little Mermaid trailer, like all I saw was just Chloe. They didn't show like anything None else in the movie. They didn't show what the other cast looked like. They didn't show the other water people. And you know why? It's yeah. because every time they show these things, people criticize, oh, the CG don't look good. It looked kind of weird. But now the only conversation is Chloe Bailey as Ariel from The Little Mermaid. 
Yeah. So now you got, oh, all these racists are mad. Yeah. Oh, the, all you saw about the movie was a controversy. Yeah. We don't know nothing about the movie or how it's going to look, but mm-hmm. we know it's going to suck because every live action remake has sucked so far. The Lion King sucked. Yeah. Aladdin sucked. All these movies suck when they try to make it live action. But now they want to be like, oh, you can't hate on it because you're hating on the black Ariel yeah. and black people. So now you got to support it. Yep. I'm not falling for the Baron and Tailpipe no more, man. Yeah. I'm going to go see Black Panther 2 and that's it. Okay, that's the last <laughs> yeah. act of social we, activism I'm doing via yeah. media. And we just need to see how it's going to wrap up, how they're going to spin exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, no, I agree with you. And that's the one thing I always thought about. Like, I feel like white people and white corporations could have been capitalizing off of us mm-hmm. by, you know, changing the character and making them black. And then, you know, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of a... a Let's say somebody like a, a story like Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Let's say they make a black Toy Story or some <laughs> shit. Like, I, like you know, of course, some other people probably going to be pissed off. Mm-hmm. But most likely, likely you're going to be like, oh, shit. Like, let's let's support our own, you know, black folks and all that stuff. But don't realize that, you know, it's not even a black film. It's not. So I, I felt I'm. I'm I'm surprised they just started doing this shit mm-hmm. because they could have been doing this a long time ago, but now I guess they kind of, you know, they kind of see it and you know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Nah, they're definitely capitalizing on it now, man. They're, they're just trying to spin it and, and get it as much positive, positive publicity as they can. So now you can't hate on the movie and they've been doing this, not necessarily just race wise, but with everything now. Yep. Oh, the star Wars movie had a woman they didn't like. So everybody who hated the movie was sexist. Yeah. Oh, somebody didn't like, uh, this movie. So it was cause they're racist. Cause the guy's black or whoever, like yeah. they, they've been trying to spin it. So, and the same thing happened with she Hulk. Yeah. People who complain about She-Hulk are just saying, oh, you must hate women. Oh, yeah. you must not like it when a woman has her own show. And it's like, come on, man. But, we got to be able to and, criticize and, things. And see, and and this is the other thing. Like, we talked about how, you know, they might be using the black person to kind of create that controversy. Mm-hmm. They're doing the same thing with, you know, She-Hulk. They, they're trying to get on the women's side. They're yeah. trying to, you know, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to be like that fucking politician. And try to get all these women, you know, on board and try to create national She-Hulk day. Yeah, yeah. These companies know what they're doing, man. They really the the first Black Panther they released during uh, Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Like they knew exactly yep. what they was doing, yep. man, yep. and it worked. It did. It worked. It worked on me. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, you was out there looking like yep. uh, <laughs> a king and shit. <laughs> So, so uh, yeah, man, that shit worked out, and I'm, I I was really surprised a lot of you know, corporations don't do that shit mm-hmm. because to me, you know, just, just supporting black anything or making something black, that's, that's going to sell us no matter what. We ain't going to look and say, Hey, this don't make sense. Now, sometimes it don't work out right. When you mm-hmm. have somebody like Walmart, you know, <laughs> putting yeah, out some Juneteenth ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so stuff like that might not work, but like name any movie and make the the main character black and the original character was uh, originally white that's going to sell a black mm. person real quick James Bond <laughs> they they got that shit going mm-hmm. again 
So I seen a whole bunch of people. Yeah, I can't wait to see this. And they already like Idris Elba anyway. Idris Elba's too old to be James Bond. People gotta <laughs> let that go. This man's almost like what sixty years old now. I don't let, even let know. Let that man. dream die, man. He's too old to be Bond. Hey, he was fighting the lion in the one oh, movie. Oh God. <laughs> We, we can't have you just elbow Bond, man. Come on, yeah. man. But see, little shit like that just going, you know, you know, white people might be mad or other. I ain't going to say just white people, but any James Bond fan might be pissed off about it. But mm-hmm. they, you know, that's going to sell them. And that's the same thing when you look at, remember the men in black and they had the girl being part of the men in black. Yeah. Yeah, you know why yeah. they doing that, mm-hmm. man. You know exactly why they doing that. They trying to get that other. They trying to get that female crowd. That hey, you know, same thing with Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. The Ghostbusters with all the women in it. Like they, they catching on now. They 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 figure something out. They say, oh, you know, black people support anybody that's black. Mm-hmm. So let's put a black actor right in front. <laughs> And capitalize off of nah, it. Yeah, and take away any criticism because, you know, yep. you can't hate on The Lion King because Beyonce was in it, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so, yep. like, look, it, it's just disgusting to me at this point how they're weaponizing, like, racism and racist comments for promo for a fucking movie a, from yep. a billion-dollar company. Yeah, It's just annoying. And it, it minimizes real issues that people face. So I'm just getting sick of it. Yeah, I think the only way it's going to stop is if this – if. Let's say the uh, little Mer. I hope it don't flop. Now, it's I mean, not gonna flop. It's gonna do numbers. Yeah, but if let's say you know they did do that and it did flop, then they probably would stay away from that. They probably mm-hmm. won't do that again. But it's not gonna flop because our people gonna go out there and support it. They gonna mm-hmm. wish they should. I ain't, I ain't telling people not to go see it. But you know, just remember, you saying hey, let's support a black, you know, mermaid. Look who created that movie. Yes. Look who's behind that movie. <laughs> you know, is is this? I think it's Disney, right? Yes. It's Disney, and um, you know, Disney is connected with all these different places where you know we had issues at ESPN and all that stuff. It's all the same shit at the end of the day. No, definitely, man. So. Yeah, it's, it's all just annoying to me, but whatever. It's never going to stop. It's only the beginning of it, man. I tell everybody, like, the world's only get worse in this, <laughs> in this, like, in this aspect yeah. of media and pandering and bullshit. We're, we ain't seen the end yet, man. It's only yeah. going to get worse, but whatever. It, it, it is what it's, it is. It's going to get, it's going to get super bad, man. Yeah. It's, it, like, you're going to see some more in, uh, ignorant stuff where you'd be like, wow, did this company really just do this? Yep. So yeah, now, people getting see that's why I'm shooting the the politician who was talking about uh, Nia Long. I'm shooting him some bail. Yeah, it's like look, yeah, this shit been going on for a long time, man. <laughs> we have politicians politicians talking about WAP, the yes. Cardi B song. Remember this yeah, shit? Yeah, like look, how is that this any worse than that? Yeah. Y'all done had little baby on panels, man. Like y'all are not serious people no more. Yep. Don't don't come to us and like look. I, that's all I'm saying. Politics, everything is just this now. Yeah, everything is this now. So, I'm just not surprised by any of it anymore. I'm just getting sick of it. But that's yeah. just me. Yeah. Um, I think that's well, about wraps it up. You yeah. have anything else you want to touch on, real uh, quick, man? Real quick. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, Quinta Brunson won an Emmy. Oh yeah, good for her. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So she um. But that wasn't the storyline. Of course, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, I yeah, saw that. Land on the ground. Thoughts? 
Uh, I mean, was it, this it was, a, was this an overreaction or the right reaction? It was one of those things where it's like, and this is one of those things where people like from a logical logical perspective, you can say, oh, there was nothing behind that. But then you look back and it's like, it seems like every time somebody black is in his position, some weird shit happens. Yeah. Like, you remember Moonlight winning, but yeah. they gave it to fucking La La Land first because yep. the guy and didn't read it. Right? Like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. And now you have this where a monumental Emmy for somebody who deserved it. Who wrote who and, wrote the um, Gre- uh, Abbott Elementary. I almost said Greg Abbott. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who wrote Abbott Elementary. Yeah. And she, she wrote, she created it, starred in it, and won an Emmy, yeah. And then you have this goofy shit happening. Like, I don't think that was necessarily his intent at all because, you know, she did get the payback. She went on his show and, like, interrupted him and all that shit. So and they made, like, a little fun bit out of it. But it was just when you look at it, it's like, can we just have a normal moment? Yeah. Can we have a fucking Oscars without some crazy shit? I mean, I get to be fair. Not everybody gets slapped every year. But, like, yeah. this was supposed to be, the, like, the black Oscars where all this shit happened. Then we got Chris Rock and Will Smith slapping each other. Yeah. Well, Chris Rock getting slapped. Yeah. But, and then we had this happen. Then we had the moon. Like, it's just like, why can't we just have a normal ass yeah. celebrate <laughs> what we've done and these great black creators without some weird shit taken away from it? Yeah. That's just how I feel at this point, man. Like, let's just yeah. have a normal ass black people event or whatever yeah. it is. So yeah. it's just getting silly. Yeah. I, I agree. I I did think like when I, I didn't see it live, obviously, but I saw I saw the clips. And to be honest, I looked at it, I'm like, man, I'm not about to waste my energy mm-hmm. on this shit, man. This this looked like a stupid ass joke. Uh, a joke that wasn't even funny. I'm like, man, this ain't about to this ain't taking away from her uh her winning this at all. Like I, I think you know I was proud as hell. I was happy, mm-hmm. but I'm like, man, I see a lot of people just spending too much energy on this and yeah. all this other shit. I'm just like, man, I don't care, man. I'm still, I'm still ready for Abbott Elementary to come back. Yeah, and um, it actually came back. Um, I want to say on Wednesday. So yeah, yeah. But, but no, I'm happy for her, man. Yeah, no, that good win, good show. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah, shout out to her. Shout out to the show. Shout out to everybody involved. And yeah, it's good stuff, man. Yeah. Um, anything else you miss? I'm looking for breaking news just in case some shit happened that we didn't. Yeah, it, around this time, always some crazy shit happened. Yeah, that we don't get to talk about. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm re- I was reading the scroll and I saw that Traded Truth gave Dave Chappelle a 25K chain. Yeah. What's with this trend of. Giving People, chains. Not just that, like you giving something to somebody who makes way more than you. And like, because yeah. this reminds me of like Lil Baby giving, giving James, James Harden, Harden like a hundred thousand. Yes, dog. <laughs> this nigga makes like four times as much as you do. He made 40, about, 40 I think, million a season. Almost 50, <laughs> uh, 50 uh, a season. 50 mil a season. And, and I don't care what Lil Baby says, there's no way he's making near that much. Yeah. So I know he got a lot of deals and endorsements and shit, but like, look. Like, no, nah, nigga got to get me some money. <laughs> James Harden ain't in no 360 NBA deal, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so All his money is coming straight to him. For, for the most part. I mean, there's yeah. taxes and shit, but I mean, yeah, he's in New Jersey now. So, yeah, he's getting taxed yeah. kind of heavy. But, yeah, yeah uh, I mean, 
I don't understand the the like what is Dave Chappelle gonna do with a 20, 25k ain't shit to Dave Chappelle, man. Come on now, dog. Yeah. I just don't yeah. understand that. I don't get it either. So yeah, and uh, Trey got a lot to answer for. He need to spend that twenty five k on uh yeah on something for zero. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got a lot to answer for. Yeah, um, James Earl Jones. Uh, I did see that he's officially stepping away. I mean, from Darth Vader. Yeah. I um uh, I ain't gonna lie. The first thing I seen was his name, and I was like, "Oh no, he gone." Yeah, that's the first thing I thought. But he just retired, so he's he's still hanging around. He is ninety one years old. I was actually surprised they used his voice in that last Obi Wan show mm. because I was like, "There's no way James Earl Jones still sounds the same." I mean, this is the movie that came out in nineteen seventy nine, dog. Yeah, and now he's 91 years old. This show just came out. I was like, I think they've been using some AI type technology stuff, and they have a mm. bunch of stuff from him so they can like use his lines and Peace his voice up. in the yeah. future. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's 91 years old, man. I'm sure he hasn't had that much time left. So yeah. uh, it, it was definitely bound. I was surprised he even lasted this long, to be honest. Me too. But Me too. Uh, yeah, shout out to James Earl Jones, man. He's one of the best. To ever do it in film, so yeah, it's gonna be sad when he passes, man. I usually say, so what? Somebody was old, so who cares? But I mean, uh-huh. James Earl Jones is a legend, man. He's he been around for a long yeah. time. Been around a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't even a Star Wars fan, and you know that was probably one of his biggest roles. Yeah, oh, definitely. And you know, I never watched Star Wars like that, but. You know, he was still a big part of my my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, coming to America and yep. all type of other shows and movies. So, man. Yeah. So, shout out to the, him, man. The legendary voice. Yep. Yeah, one of the greatest. Ain't yep. never going to be another yep. one like him. Yep. Him and Morgan Freeman still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, anything else I'm scrolling through? I think that about does it probably. Let me take one more skim at the timeline. I mean, what are we at now? Almost three. Okay. We got to at least go to three hours since we already did an extra long podcast. Ask the podcast anything. What y'all got for us? I think they all sleep now, man. It's fucking 1130 at night. They're like, these niggas still talking. Yeah. (laughs) If you're in Cleveland, it's 1230. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap this one out, y'all. Appreciate everybody in the stream checking us out, everybody who chimed in. Of course, our day one buddy tab, Drunk coming through as well. Holly Retro Worshipper coming through on Twitch. Uh, Anybody else I missed? Oh, yeah, at the beginning we had uh, Pablo Fernandez. Mook Montonio came through. What up, Mook? Ernesto. Everybody who came through for the stream, we appreciate y'all. Remember... Check us out streaming around 8-ish every Friday, for the most part, every Friday. Um, And, and yeah, we do the live stream thing on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook. Hit us up there. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Until next time, stream folks. Salute. Peace. Yeah, now we got the juicy copyright music playing. No. (laughs) Yeah. Try to ban us now, bitches. <laughs> Take our fucking stream down. Yeah, shout, fucking. Out, shout out to iTunes and I uh, and, um, and SoundCloud and Spotify for yep. 
being some real stand-up people. For real. Not hating on a black people's podcast. We're just trying to make it in this world, okay? Yeah. Not like no damn twitching YouTube, muting our shit, taking down our stream. Hating on us, man. We're trying yeah. to create content here, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Appreciate all y'all checking us out in the podcast, man. Make sure you peep uh, Figgy Fig, Sports Radio 610, 10 to 2. You know, sports is heating up right now, dog. You know you need that sports talk in your life. And you know, that's all you talk about. We know y'all degenerate gamblers out there want to know your fucking lines or whatever the fuck. <laughs> all that bullshit, your fancy yeah, team and how they doing. Ask, just don't ask me. <laughs> I don't know nothing about the lines and... And over under on so dog nah, it took me a long time to realize what over under even meant. <laughs> I was like <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh so yeah. Uh make sure you chat tap in to Sports Radio 610 in the loop. You got Figgy Fig producing, curating the vibes on that 10 and 2 Monday through Friday. Also got Figgy Fig at the Texans home games, man, doing a damn yep. tailgate cook-off. Yeah. So make sure you tap in for him there as well. Uh, and that really is about it, man. Make sure to keep following us on Twitch, YouTube, the regular regular podcast, everything. All your, all your support is appreciated. And until next time, peace. I was a shame on